Zach Trini and uh, Jason were gone. Oh, yeah. And then you're just like, who are these guys? Hey, to- but Tommy's still here. Tommy's mm. always there. I'm Tommy with the even yes, with the are. green headband. I'm definitely Tommy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tommy went Tommy went away for a minute too. Then he come back. Tommy's always there. He like 75. No, still. Remember he <laughs> went away after he um he wasn't the Green Ranger anymore. Mm-hmm. He yeah. came back like what? That's the white, the white one, Ranger. right? Yeah, yeah, he came back as the White Ranger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I mean, now is a good time to say um, shout out to Lon, Jared, and Victoria. Um, I guess you could call them our original players on this podcast. We, yes and no, because there's a lot of moving pieces. Not all the time, but every now and then. Um, it just is what it is. Shout out to them. Um. It's still love. You know what I mean? They still got love for me. I still got love for them. It's just different seasons in life, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, know I dropped the podcast this week today. So y'all probably don't know about it. But yeah, if you haven't heard like, it, not you guys, but if anyone listening out there, if you I, haven't heard it and you're like, well, what's going on? Take a listen to yesterday's podcast. Um so with that said, hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Keith, and you are listening to Thank God for the Group Chat. Today I have with me Tobias, um, Alana, Sharice Richardson. I don't know why I love to say your last name. Um, <laughs> it just goes. And uh, Shane Kidd is here with us today. Um, what up, y'all? Uh, we got a lot to discuss. Four, yeah, four major topics, but a lot to discuss within those topics. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, going to try to make this as light as possible, but every now and then, when you're doing this, there are just things that you have to talk about. You have an obligation to talk about them because people tune into you each and every week to hear you talk about them. And so as much as you don't want to talk about them, got to talk about them. And that's why we're here, right? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I don't have a figure of speech for you guys this week. (laughs) I don't. I know. You know what happened? You know what happened? I I took today off of work. I took the day off of work, and I wanted to prepare for this podcast. But Mm -hmm. have you ever been so excited? About doing something <laughs> that, that you, you don't do it exactly. No, <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> I, have I, have, I have had uh, yeah. plans to write verses, and I'd be like, I do everything but write that verse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, as much as I tried to prepare, ADD was like, that's cute. You trying to prepare. <laughs> I, I see your preparation and I raise you all the distraction. <laughs> you ain't about to do nothing. So they pretty much treated it like Rick James treated Eddie Murphy's couch. Oh. Yeah, basically. That's what happened. That's what happened. Um but uh but we we do have a, a few things to talk about. Um a lot of things happened last week, and it almost seemed like 
everything happened as soon as we got done recording uh, last week. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Almost immediately um, before we even wanted to be, before we were even prepared to be, we never want to be in this position, but before we were even able to catch our breath from the other events that happened, um, we found out about another police shooting um, dealing with a black man and his family involved. Um, T, can you help us with that? All right, so I was reading up on it today, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the simple fact is, like you said, his family um, is involved in like a lot of protests and a lot of things. And his fam- and his grandfather was like a, pr- a prominent um, pastor in his city. And it's, it's a part of me that as I was reading the story that felt kind of like he was covered as though, cause like you got, he got shot seven times and I saw it. And as, as soon as I saw the shootings, I was like, oh man, another killing. That's, a, that's, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, another murder. And then, you know, you find out that his kids was there and you're just like, oh, another one in front of his like kids. And then he survived, which is not what that cop wanted or not what they expected. And then as I was reading the story, I found out like his his granddad, he led he led marches. He just real just, quick, like, before before you continue, his name was have you said his name? Jacob Blake. Jacob. I Blake. hadn't said his name. Okay. I hadn't said his name. But um the Blake family was very like big on they they they've led marches. Uh they've um inflicted change in the sixties and seventies. Uh, they've broke down like the racial constructions of certain like laws and everything just led by his granddad alone. And so then I find it kind of, I wouldn't even say ironic. I feel like things happen for a reason. And it's, it's, it's like he gets shot. This person whose family is really big on already what's going on today. Like his family is involved, has already been through this. His family has, you know, like, I'm pretty sure I have, I'm pretty sure we all have, like, people in our family who have marched, who have stood for something, but his family was known for that, and for that to happen, and of course it led to, like, riots, and then I was reading about how his mom blatantly said, hey, that's not us, we want you guys to protest, but do it peacefully, because that will honor us, and that will honor God, and they... I just find it, I think that there's, I, I was reading about how his fam the word miracle kept coming up as I was reading it, because he's paralyzed now. And the word miracle, it was, uh, it would be a miracle if he walks again. And in my mind, I kept thinking, it's a miracle that he's alive. Right. And so then if he does walk again, there's a part of me, like my dad got into a car, uh, just a bad story about me. My, when I was like little, my dad got into a car accident and he was told that he would never walk again. He walks fine now. And there's a part of me that feels like, like if, if, if like in a year from now, I hear that Jacob Blake is walking, I won't be surprised. Mm. Mm. Cause I feel like there, there's like, like this, like, like when, when, um, when like this tried, like we tried to kneel before in football, Kaepernick, and it was just like, ah, and then this happened. And now like the NBA, all sports wanted to halt. I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like this was, I, I'm, I hate that this happened to him, but something for me just feels like this, something's lining up in a big way, somehow, some way. But that's how I feel about it um, as I was reading it. But what do y'all, what do y'all think? Did y'all read up on it? I didn't necessarily um, read up on it. I didn't necessarily do any research. For me, it was just a matter of, it was like, I said to myself, here we go again. Yeah. And it's a painful, here we go again. It's not a hero, like, here we go again. Like, oh, I'm used to it. It's more like a, when is this going to stop? Because I understand that these police officers that do these actions do not value African-American life. I completely understand that. It's clear as day. Mm -hmm. But what I don't understand is why no one's being punished. Because if the shoe was on the other foot, please believe on the spot we are getting locked up. We, as in African-Americans, we are going to jail, no questions asked. And I know everyone knows of white privilege. Everyone knows of what, what we are seeing. But my biggest issue is how they're trying to make this okay. And it's not. These cops don't get as much as a, a day in jail for murder. And that, that's crazy because now you're saying they're above the law. So you get mad at us for rioting and, and burning stuff down and all this other stuff. But I'm like, y'all do understand. Y'all just almost killed someone. It, and y'all have killed people in the past. It makes us feel like our life isn't worth anything. And that's the whole, I think that's the whole thing. That's, I think that's what they're trying to program our minds mm-hmm. to think. Mm-hmm. So all this rebellion and all, it, it, to me, it's just like, okay, we'll do it again. Okay, we'll do it again. And, and and I'm just like, so when does this sick cycle end? You know, because I'm just like, we're not going to back down. Clearly, we're not that generation. You know, the fear mm-hmm. is gone. The only thing that we fear is us being next. But at the same time, we kind of, uh, some of us anyway, have taken on that approach that if it is me, then it's not in vain. I'll you know, it, yeah. I'll be a martyr. You know, I'm standing for something. Because we all know this is wrong. You know, yeah. everyone knows it's wrong. It's, it's, it's no way around it. You can't say, oh, he was attacking me. It's none of that. You guys are killing innocent people. Mm-hmm. I was I was talking to a white uh, one of my white associates. I say associate because now I'm, I can't use friend uh, like I used to. Like I realized, like as people show their character, I can't be labeling you as a friend because then then it's kind of like, oh, that or oh, you're Tobias's friend. I'm like, oh, no, I don't agree with nothing. He's saying no. Don't don't bring that over here. I agree. You got to categorize people rightly. Yeah. And so I say associate because he is like, I I feel like the other day I was talking to him and then I was saying like, at some point I feel like you're just trying to, and I wasn't like, you get, you get frustrated. And so I try not to use, call people dumb, stupid, but I did that day. I was like, at some point I feel like you're just trying to play dumb or be stupid because (laughs) it's like, it's like everything I said, he had like a little like nitpicky rebuttal about it. Well, what if this happened or this happened? And one time this happened to a white person. And I'm just like, bro, you're, you're being dumb. It's like, you're like, you see this. And it, this, at this point, you're just trying to make an excuse to make it be like, okay, black people are tripping. Like, like I've seen so many white people who are like blatantly like, okay, yeah, we're privileged and we have to do something to help like, our, our, you know, help our black brothers and sisters and everything. 
And then the other ones, I'm just like, y'all are really like just trying to you like at this point, it's minimize like, it. yeah, it's like, it's like, you're like actively being like, okay, I don't see anything. And that makes me upset more yeah. than anything. Nasia yeah. has um, entered the group chat. Um, Nasia, what are your um, thoughts? Oh, can't oh we can't hear you. Dang it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, can't I can read lips though. <laughs> I mean, that would be great if we weren't doing a podcast. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> it's like so we'll definitely yeah. come. We'll definitely come back to Asia. Um, Shane, what are your um, what are your uh, thoughts when you heard about the Jacob Blake incident? Yeah, initially, hear- yeah. yeah, initially hearing it, it was one of those things. It's like it took me a little bit before I looked at it and tried to make sure I avoid the video because I was like, I do not need to see another black man getting shot. I was like that. Yeah. And then at this point, I'm like, I'm like, if somebody's dying, if somebody's dying, you know, don't film it. Fight. It's like, if you, like, you see the police about to try to shoot me, fight them. Don't shoot, don't put the camp, don't put no camera on. I need you to go, go throw some hands, try something. Don't, don't that's let our die. only proof that they do it. Imagine yeah. if we didn't have those cameras, it's like, you know, then they can, they can make their own narrative. Yeah. It's like, it's like what Will Smith said, it's yeah. racism isn't getting worse. It's just getting filmed. Yeah, right. I get it. But then what was good, what was interesting was so friend, friend of mine, shout out to fanatic Brady Goodwin. And he told the story about his, about his friend who was a cop. And this was interesting what he posted. He, here's what he told me, you know, cause this was him, him in a conversation with uh, his, with his homeboy who was graduating from the police academy. He's like, he was like, he didn't know if he could continue in the police academy in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. When I asked why he replied, they told us that if we have to shoot someone, then we should shoot to kill. I asked it. I asked, is this because the suspect could possibly harm them if he or she lives? He said, no, it's a liability issue. If we shoot someone and they live, they could sue the department. Right. So to stop that from happening, it's financially better if the person does not survive. And as a Christian, I don't know if I can do that. And so like when I heard when he's when he spilled that, I'm like, it wow. makes this is this is what we're up against. It's like, yeah, wow. well, I mean, That's, if you, yo. I mean, that makes perfect sense in book, and I hate that that had to be confirmed. I hate that they can confirm that, <laughs> but like when you think about it, it makes it makes sense. Like why all of these yeah. people, like, because they remember Rodney King, they remember yeah. all the money that Rodney King got when. Once, mm-hmm. you know, he went to, went to trial and all at once they, you know, he sued them and everything like that. They knew what, what, what happened. And so they you was like, sad? let's never let this happen again. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Like, I think about, um, I was reading somewhere like over in Germany and everything, how they take like their past, like, you know, we talk about like Nazis and all of this horrible stuff. And I think about how over their their history, they actually like beat it into like, like in their school books, they talk about the horrible things that they did because they want to inflict change. They don't want to be known as those people who did those things. And that's why it's actually different over there. But then over here, it's like we try to like 
hush, let's, let's hush, hush, let's hush, hush slavery, let's hush, hush police brutality to the point where if we, if something happens, it's not mirrored as a lesson to be like, oh, we got to do better. It's, it's mirrored as a lesson of let's do the worst possible thing we possibly can do. So that way it doesn't happen again of us losing money. Well, that's because America is built on propaganda. That's one of the things that America is built upon. Um, so what what are we known for? We're known for being the land of the free, home of the brave, land of opportunity. We're mm-hmm. known for those type of things. And so, and we, you know what I mean? It's, it's profitable for people to rock with us. You know what I mean? So if they don't, that means less money comes in and we, we not as rich as we like to make ourselves out to be anyway, or when I say America as, as a whole, but that's the thing. We, we want to sweep things under the rug because it don't, it don't, it, well, I mean, it hurts our bottom line. Um, Neja, are you, are you able to uh, hear yet or talk yet? No! (laughs) (laughs) What I want to say. Wait, 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 wait. I think I heard you. Hold on. Hold on. I heard something. Say, speak. I'm just talking. I mean, I'm definitely talking, but can you hear me? Yes, 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 we hear you. Yeah. If you could, if you could have show turn it up just a little bit. What up, show? <laughs> I know you can't hear me, but <laughs> oh, show's there. What up? Yeah, he was PA. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. What up, show? Thank you for that verse way back. Oh, she's working on that. Alana, your thoughts and concerns. Uh, on the Jacob Blake case. Um, I think when it happened, my response was similar to Shane's. I, uh, I saw it everywhere. I only watched the video once because I only wanted to watch it once. Um, I think that I assumed as well that he was dead. Um, and I want to say that I read that that was the case. And then I saw another headline after that he was not. And so... You know, that that was shocking. And I do think that it's nothing short of a miracle. There's been a lot of people saying that um, there's obviously big purpose behind why he is still living and that hopefully it will catapult us into a different type of change or a different type of um, side of the story than what we've gotten. So right now we have all of the video coverage and all of that that we can speak from and speaking from our own points of view as, as black people who are just hurt as bystanders and um, parties watching it happen, but coming from a person who was actually involved in it to live through that seven shots in that close of a range. um, I just, I really look forward to and really pray for the, the courage that he's going to need in order to tell his story the way that it needs to be told. And I also, I just hope that it matters. That's what I hope. Um, Because I feel like we've been telling the story from the standpoint of this is just factually what happened based off of footage that we had. And that hasn't mattered enough. And I don't know what change it would do coming from the horse's mouth, but I hope that it it matters. I hope it does, too. And what I was going to say is. I back back on to what Keith was saying about like propaganda. I hope I know I'm just Tobias and I know like Trump and nobody big is listening to what I have to say, but I hope they realize the illusion um, is disintegrating because like I said, when I think I said this, this on this podcast before, when I was in New Zealand, people talked different and they talked to me kindly and they said, 
and I asked somebody why, and they said, because we know what you're treated like over there back home. And so, yeah, your, your image of being the land of the great and free and all that stuff is disintegrating and people see who you really are. Your mask is falling off. America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our country has always fought for privilege. It's like, it's, it's actually the whole reason for the Boston Tea Party to, if you ever like some like learning about history and learning the nuances of it, mm-hmm. there's a good podcast, Revisionist History, by Malcolm Gladwell, and he broke down the Boston Tea Party was really a bunch of re- really they were trying to really what happened was America Americans were trying to hustle their own tea, and the thing was the British was you know they had their tea and it was actually che- and it was actually cheaper than what was what the aristocrats were trying to hustle. And so pretty much since, since, uh, Oh, you're messing with our business. Let's get away because, you know, we want to do business our way. We want to, you know, keep, you know, keep it. We don't want to pay taxes to y'all on your tea, even though it's cheaper, cheaper than what we're, what we're pushing, but we're, that's how we're going to do it. And since then it's like, again, America's been, well, the majority of America or those who've been in power have been trying to keep a, keep their privilege and keep things going their way. Hence why they make it such an urgency to learn that in school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I never saw the point of that in history class. I really didn't. Yeah. I was a history teacher for two years. I was a history teacher for two years. And I took it upon myself to amend the lesson plans many a times. Um, then in my classes technically were civics and then American history for eighth graders. But all of my classes were black history for that purpose. Dope. Plus it was in yeah, it was in the inner city of Jacksonville, Florida. So 90% mm. of my students were black. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so dope. it was relevant. It was relevant to you. Yo, your class sound like it was lit. Civics, mm-hmm. I think, is one of the most important classes, and it doesn't exist in a lot of schools. Mm-mm. But to understand like what it means to be a citizen of the United States, like what rights you have, how to mm-hmm. actually walk those rights out, learning that as a 13, 12 to 14 year old, I think is critical. It is. Yeah. It molds your mind. It molds your mind. We, we I was reading um I was reading the new Jim Crow. And it was so much stuff in there that I was like, oh, I can say that if a cop pulls, like if a cop does right. this, I can do, I did, it was so much stuff that I didn't know. And right. It like, and, and then it's, and it was, what's funny or what's sad is now that I know it was, there was still a part of me that was like, well, will I be bold enough to say it? Mm. Right. The reality. Exactly. It's a matter of it being respected. Mm-hmm. We have every right. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that our rights are protected. Like they exist. Mm-hmm. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, even dating all the way back to slavery, there there was true freedom was always still like this sense of illusion because it never looked the same for us as it did for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, the like, Amendment. Exactly. It's there. So our rights are a thing, but not enough. Who Asia? You there? <laughs> I think she's singing a song. It's crazy. It's like it's like a poltergeist. It's delayed and it's really low. 
It is delayed. Yeah. Cause she's talking and then we hear her like like her. after yeah, after she's mm-hmm. done. It's crazy. Yeah. She must like have she, something like that just, the devil doesn't want us to hear. Ah, yes. Mm. Something the devil <laughs> doesn't want y'all to hear. Hey, I there hear you is. now. Yeah, we, we rebuke the spirit of Teddy Riley. Before before <laughs> before we move on. <laughs> before we move on. Before we move on, I want to. I want to. Um, before we move on, I, I want. I want to give you the floor if you have anything to say in regards to this. Anything that we haven't said, or just to piggyback. Look, on. I'm, I have nothing to say. Everything that I caught was excellent, and I kind of missed a lot because I was trying to fix this audio. So we here I now. Want to repeat? We here now. That's important. I guess we'll, we just have to be a little bit more careful so we don't step on anything that you're going to say going forward. Um, so we brought up the Boston Tea Party, which is dope. Um, um, that was a form of a protest. That was a form of a demonstration. Um, the NBA, subsequently due to uh, Jacob Blake's, uh, um, to that incident, and I, I hate calling it an incident. It's like, it was a, it was attempted murder, and so I, I and, thank you. you know I mean, and I want to, yeah. I mean, I want to put that in, in attempted lynching. Yeah, I want to put that in perspective. Um, they they decided to demonstrate, and they uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, because I think that's where it happened in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they said, "Look, we are not going to play this basketball game. It is non-essential. We're not going to play." Um, and the rest of the NBA said, well, dang, th- then I guess we're not going to play our games either. <laughs> and I'm saying it like that for a reason. And we'll get to that. Um, then they thought about, they thought about canceling the rest of the playoffs. But then they wound up not canceling the rest of the playoffs. Matter How of fact, long after was that? Like maybe like a day. Okay. It was a thought. It was, a, it was like uh, LeBron said, F this man. He said, <laughs> F this man. We're tired of this S. We're not doing it anymore, right? LeBron said that? Why? Yeah. And, then the, and then the next day, he was like, I spoke too soon. Definitely want to finish these playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Dude, talked to Kenny him. the Jet Smith. Kenny he didn't want to lose that Smith. space gym. He didn't want to lose that space gym money. That's a totally different. <laughs> I know. You know what? He's like, we can't rewrite it. We can't rewrite it. Um, right. um, Kenny the Jet Smith walked off the set, and he said, "Look, I want to stand in solidarity with my um, my fellow NBA constituents because I used to play basketball myself once upon a time." So I'm going to walk off, too, just like the kids are doing. Unplugged himself and walked off. Yeah, he did. And Shaq and Ernie and Charles Barkley, they, Charles was like, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, <laughs> Dway Wade. He, he ain't know what to do. <laughs> <And so. laughs> It's the <laughs> he didn't know, <laughs> know what to do. Um, oh and so 
I, I have a question for you guys, and I, I think we got to come back now because I don't want to. I don't want to have to cut us off in the middle of this. I know we got ten minutes left, but um, when we come back, I want to talk about was that the right move for them to boycott, and was it the right move for them to boycott, and then say, "All right, now we're going to continue." All right, we'll be right back. More of thank God for the group chat right after this. So we're back and we're talking about the NBA. I don't even want to call it a boycott, but we're we're back talking about the NBA Pause. boycott. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's my job to be unbiased here as much as possible. But <laughs> as you can already tell, I vehemently disagree with what took place. But uh, yeah, so what are you guys' thoughts? What do you do? You think that a boycott should have taken place, and do you think that they should still be boycotting? Or do you think that they should be playing? No and yes. No and yes. Know that if they were going to let this boycott last for 24 hours, then no. It, it didn't send across the message that was needed for the magnitude of what they were standing for. If you're going to boycott, boycott. And quite frankly, considering the conditions of the NBA right now, meaning that like even the way we like, even the way we experience the NBA is limited at this point. Like, I think that that's really just taking another step, you know, in that direction. Like, it's not as though, and not even if they were in full throttle NBA like we're used to it. It's still worth it. What I'm saying is that they should have been able to wrap their heads around why this would have been necessary. Um, and I think that the perspective was there, but the intentions weren't, I don't know, they weren't as strong as they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I mean, I yeah. feel like I, I'm right there with you. I feel hey, like at this point, you can hear you really good. Go ahead. Yes. Um, <laughs> here, oh, I mean, spoke too soon. Keith jinxed it. Now, am I choppy? For good, Keith. Yeah, you good. Let's oh go. Oh my gosh, you got it. So I'm, I'm right with you. I feel like at this point. Nobody would have said anything if they decided not to protest. Nobody, nobody would have been like, why is the NBA still going on? Why are you still playing basketball? Like, they would have not been a thought. But, like, if you put yourself out there, like, let your yes be your yes and your no be your no. Like, you committed to this. Um, they're always talking about the bus boycott. Like, they did that for over a year. Like, so if you're going to make a stand for something, it has to have some type of longevity to it. Otherwise, you're just perpetuating, like, hey, we could say we are going to do something and then we're going to quit anytime it starts to become an inconvenience. Um, Mm. So not only is it showing like, oh, the message is important, but it's not that important. Um, Whereas if they didn't do anything at all, it would have just been like, oh, okay, we're not thinking about you right now. Um, But it also shows like the younger generations that are looking up to these people. Like if, if I want to protest, I only have to do it for a day. Mm. Like it's, and, and that'll be enough change in order to move forward. I don't have to do anything long-term. I don't have to make any real sacrifices. Mm. Yeah, that's something that our culture is good at performative demonstrations and performative demonstrations don't create change. And that's the thing. It's like, cause like, that's how it felt. It felt like, yo, we're just going to, we're going to do this, you know, and then we're going to go back to normal when the thing is 
if anything that's been clear about this year is like, we can't go back to normal. Normal has not what's been working. We've seen that, seen that this quote unquote normal is actually dysfunctional. And that's the, and that's the problem. It's like, we're very comfortable with the dysfunction that is instead of willing to disturb the sense of this false peace that we have and actually begin to agitate and abdicate for others and for those that, you know, are able to use their voice in a way to make a statement because it did make a statement when they did, you know, boycott for that 24 hours because people were paying attention. And if it would have been like, we're not, we're not doing anything until something is done, then that would have been, that would have been iconic level. It's like LeBron talks about, he want to be an icon like Muhammad Ali. That's what you do. You stand up for what you need to stand up for, just like Ali did back in his time when it came to Vietnam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was proud. I, I was really proud when Ain't I over there that preaching. That's why you passionate. I tried not to laugh because it was a serious moment and you was killing it. But yeah, it came out of nowhere. But it was great. <laughs> it was. A, I understood the passion for sure. Yeah. <laughs> My only problem with their, I call it a pause because that's all it was. It was a pause. Um, my only problem with it, it was like, I'm questioning the seriousness of it, right? Because I said, okay, you guys claiming, like, they, they made the list on ESPN showing what their demands and all that. I said, oh, I said, okay, but you're back playing. Why would they honor it? Why would they go forward to make sure that th- these things happen? And I, the first thing I said was, know your worth. If you know that the world has literally no real entertainment, the NBA, WNBA, um, tennis, all these sports right now, that's all we got. It's like we going home, we going to tune in for these events. Why not use your platform to make a real statement, a real one? If they would have held out until they seen real change, at least somebody for these murders and attempted murders get locked up. Do you know what that would have done? It would have sparked a whole revolution, in my opinion. Absolutely. And I said, y'all, y'all played with that. And I said, how, how could y'all do that? Like, I was hyped up when I heard that they were taking the stands. I said, oh, it's happening. We're about to, it's about to start. Only to find out that you, you guys were going to play, like, the next day. Like, what? That was a waste of time. It was a waste of time. Honestly, y'all might as well have played. And then did what y'all been doing. Saying what y'all got to stay at the end of the game. And everybody tune in and hear you, and they, I'm sure 90% of the TV turns it off. Why not just continue what you're doing? Because what you did, it was like, uh, let me make sure I, I make the black folks happy, and let me make sure I get back to my coin. And if that's what's important to you, then stay loyal to that. But don't dabble in something that you're not really passionate about that is very sensitive for a lot of people out here. Because if I'm anybody's family, whether it's Breonna Taylor uh, Jacob, if I'm any of them, I'm not taking that light, light, light. That's the, but that's just me. Cause I, 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 I'm gonna be honest. I, I really felt disrespected when they did that. Mm. It's like, don't, don't play with the culture. Don't mm. do that. Cause this, this is a real serious time. Don't take a pause to make it seem like you care to prove like, Oh, we're not out here balling in the bubble because uh, we worried about our checks or anything. We do care. Look, we didn't play in that one game. No, you want to make a statement? Say, I'm not playing no more. I'm over this. That's what Muhammad Ali did. My man said, all right, cool. 
Y'all don't want to respect what I believe? True, I'm not boxing. He didn't care that he looked damn near lost everything. And that's the mentality they got to have. You got you to gotta be willing to lose it all to stand for what you believe in. And that's, yeah. the, that's the issue. I'm, I'll let T go or um, Alana go. And then, I, yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they've already said, like, I feel like they've said everything I could possibly think to say. But you got anything to say, Alana? I don't. Not to that. Okay, good. Well, <laughs> I got a ton of things that, that I want to get off my chest. You Number one, Skip Skip Bayless um, had took issue with Kenny the Jet Smith because he was upset that um, Kenny left. He he was like, I understood why he left, but I wanted him to be there to express um, and to communicate to us what everybody was feeling and going through. Skip, as a white man, as a 60-plus-year-old white man, you do not have the right to tell a black man how he should be feeling in this point in given time. Stuff like this does not happen to your culture on a regular basis. That's number one. Number two, these in the NBA players talking about some, well, they think that they should get Teslas now because that would like hinder the police from pulling them over because they would be seen as affluent people in the community. First of all, you're going to get pulled over more now. (laughs) Number one, my dad used to drive a Saab. He used to get pulled over all the time because he was a black man driving a Saab and wearing a suit. Mm -hmm. Right. My dad too. If they want to pull you over, they're going to pull you over. And now you're giving them, in their mind, probable cause to pull you over. How dare you think that a Tesla puts you above any of us? How dare you minimize the situation to the type of car that we say it? They were lynching folks in suits. Right. Number three, LeBron. I'm with Shane all the way when he when he talks about. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali took a stand, like Sharice was saying. Muhammad Ali said, look, I'm not going (laughs) to Vietnam. They have never called me. They have never called me nigga. They have never, they have never oppressed me. You, you are my opposer when I want justice. You are my opposer Mm. when I want, Mm -hmm. when I want peace. You are my, you are my opposer is what he kept saying. I'm with Shane 100% when he's talking about LeBron James and how LeBron James puts himself at the forefront of these, um, these civil rights, these Mm -hmm. civil rights, yeah, these civil rights conversations and, and, and acts Mm -hmm. more than an athlete, then stop doing athletics. (laughs) Do you know number, do you know that these NBA players said that if LeBron James isn't going to play, then we're not going to play. You were the one that walked out of that meeting and then you came back and said, all right, well, cool, let's play. You were the one that walked out of that meeting. If if you left, the NBA stops LeBron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's if you right left, there. the NBA stops. All it did, all it takes one man to set this stuff in motion. And as as trivial as we might say that it is, I do believe that there are white um, cops. And let's let's put it like this. Let's put it in context that they can understand. There are blue cops. <laughs> there are blue lives <laughs> that like basketball. Mm-hmm. And I think that they would think twice 
about doing some of the things that they do if they were if the basketball season was going to be shaken up or stopped because because of their actions directly. Amen. Let's not kill him today because the Sixers play at seven o'clock. I do believe that. I do believe that. So and so to Sharice's point about sacrifice, that's the issue. No one wants to sacrifice. No one wants to say, look, I understand that this is going to affect my pockets. I understand that these are going to affect the people that I'm rocking with. I understand that this is going to affect this party and that party. This is going to affect my political connects. But what is greater here? That's why you sacrifice. And there's no protest without sacrifice. You're making a demonstration. Exactly. That's a demonstration. Y'all demonstrated. Y'all didn't protest anything. And it is a slap in the face. It is a slap in the face to people that are actually protesting and giving their lives, you know, like some someone that we're about to talk about in a few moments. Um, people that are literally putting their lives on the line. You guys are mad because you can't get a few checks. Why? Can't you save? Haven't you saved? Kyrie was giving his money to the WNBA. Kyrie was uh, planning to give his money to some other people that felt like they, they were going to be affected by it. I don't know people's um, financial situation, but it's better than ours. They, they in the seven-figure category. Exactly. The bus boycott that happened, they did that for over a year. Yeah. I think it was over 18 months. Are, this is poor black people in the midst of a civil rights movement where not only are jobs limited, anything of supplemental income is limited for them. They are literally check to check if they're getting a check. So I don't want to sound dismissive because I'm aware that we are not aware of everyone's situation, mm-hmm. but it, it, I struggle to sympathize with multimillionaires, even thousandaires. I don't sympathize with multimillionaires. I don't, I don't, I'm on record saying, I don't. You can't sacrifice, (laughs) you can't, you can't tell me that when I look at things like the bus boycott, it just, I struggle. You can make it work. You can make it work. You have to choose. You can make it, you can make it stretch. (laughs) Especially, especially, especially when the NBA is only one source of income. That's only one. LeBron's only one. Many, many, one. The league minimum minimum is a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, again, it has an Are you willing to step away from the table? It's like people are trying to negotiate. It's like I still want to be able to have my seat at the table and still care about these issues. And sometimes you may have to realize it's like I may have to leave this table if I actually care about this issue and have to give up what I could have had or had with this table. And that's the and but and, and especially considering the fact that you're trying to have a seat at a table that you don't own. Mm. You're mm. trying to, that they that they're the ones that control because that's that's the end. That's probably why you went back because you heard from Adam Silver. I'm not saying I, I can't be just jumping to conclusions like that, but <laughs> hey, I am. But yeah, yeah, and he's like you know pretty much what you would say that you would not respond to shut up and dribble pretty much you did you shut up and you dribble exactly 
Exactly. It is this Hello. Yes, ma'am. I just can't get over the fact that's only one source of income. For for most people, it's one source of income, but it's only one. It, it is, and and I. I mean, I don't you know, the way the I look players at don't it, have endorsements. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But. Oh, absolutely. But y'all gotta understand, the NBA is the biggest league. If you say I'm taking my talents overseas. It's still, it's still, you're still getting paid. No, it's not the NBA money, but you're still getting paid to do what you love. And trust me, overseas will go harder for you than what we got over here. They do. Stephon Marbury. Stephon Marbury is a prime example. Yeah. He you might be Jordan I mean? over there. He is worshipped over there. He has a whole museum over there. Like, that just lets you know. But getting that in America. No. You're not getting that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, what if everybody took on a mentality to show these people that they got playing your prominent, most dominant African-American players in the in the WNBA and NBA? What if they dead ass stopped and said, we're not playing in these leagues anymore? Anything associated with the NBA or WNBA? So uh, we're going to take our talents overseas and we're going to keep it at that. Do you know how big of a statement that would be? The biggest statement you can make is being in your 17th season, having the greatest chance you've ever, well, arguably the greatest chance you've ever had to getting a championship, to getting your fourth ring and saying all of this is worthless compared to this. Absolutely. You're, you have told LeBron James and the rest of the league, Adam Silver included, has yeah. said black lives don't matter. Period. They don't matter as much as whatever else. They don't matter as much as ratings. They don't matter as much as a championship. They don't matter as much as endorsements. They don't matter as much as. If y'all they don't They invited care, them, though. Say what? Like, they did they invite invited it. it. Like, nobody's mad at soccer teams for not protesting. Exactly. Because they never were like, look, this is the stand we're going to make. Right. And right. Uh, I just but think soccer it's so doesn't have the same like, platform. You got you can't be upset about the backlash. Soccer's a oh, across the world, they're actually they, soccer's the biggest. They sport are more watched. Yeah, yeah, it's the biggest sport. Yeah, it's more it's more watched than um in the U.S. and than it is because the U.S. is where our problem is. Yeah, you know what I mean. The U.S. is what I'm saying. That's where I'm, I'm, that's they have I'm bigger mean. global influence is what I was talking about, but. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like noise here to make change right. here in my. But opinion. I still don't. I don't think anybody would have been mad at them if they didn't open their mouths and say something. Like because there's so many other people who are willing to like speak up and use their voice and their platform and make sacrifices in those ways. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you can't expect like all the clout and the love for standing up um, for black lives and then be upset like oh these people they're not showing me love anymore because mm. but i did it that day remember like calling kaepernick <laughs> like remember he's like y'all remember me this is what you were supposed to do and they're like no nah, that's too much though like 
Mm. I, I want to keep playing basketball. Mm. I want to keep playing. I just want to, I want to stir the water a little bit and then I want to get out the pool. Mm-hmm. Mm. You are who, you are the example of what not to become. Mm-hmm. I kind of, mm-hmm. like we, we celebrate yeah. you. We thank you for your sacrifice, but you are the line that is drawn in the sand. Yep. Mm. yep. But could you imagine what it would have been like if his entire team would have came behind him and were like, none of us are going to, all of us are going to kneel. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be in this predicament. Um, We wouldn't be um, in this, um, what do you, I mean, we, what is this boy name? Um, Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm not, we wouldn't have, I think he killed two people. Mm-hmm. Um, sure Alana, Alana knows way more about this than I do. I hope, <laughs> and uh, she's going to inform, if not you all, me and the rest of us listening. I have notes. I don't want to misquote anything, but uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, um, he's a seventeen-year-old white male. Um, so tech, he was just charged. Um on the 30th with two counts of first degree homicide and one count of attempted homicide. He also faces charges for recklessly endangering the safety of two other people. He's also being charged as an adult, which I actually appreciate. Um, I am one, well, let me tell you what happened first in case someone doesn't know. He was at a protest um, as a result of the uh, Wisconsin killing, or not killing, shooting, I'm sorry, Jacob Blake. And during the protest, he was, I'm guessing, walking away from a protester who was um, yelling at him. In the midst of walking away, he has an AR-15 strapped to his chest. That is a rifle. Um, And there is this protester following him. And supposedly they were throwing something at him. And they get into a scuffle and he kills them. the next person that was killed was actually someone who was being referred to as a martyr whose name is Anthony Huber, who was a white man who was a skateboarder who was at the protest who was trying to disarm Kyle. Um, and he got killed. And then another man got shot in his arm right after Anthony got killed, who was trying to, you know, back Anthony up. Um, so that's, but that's the story of what happened. The things that people are mentioning outside of objectively what happened are things to notice, like the fact that he was able to walk past police cars, squad cars, um, with this AR-15 strapped to his chest, with his hands up, without not even, not being arrested, but not even being stopped, not even being questioned while protesters are yelling after him, hey, stop that man, he shot somebody. This is after he killed the first man. They're telling the police he shot somebody and he is without harm walking past the police officers with an AR-15 strapped to his chest. Um, I mean, I've already shared that I'm, I'm glad that he's being charged as an, as an adult. Um, but I am once also to also believe that his mother should be charged. Um, it's said that his mother is the one who gave him access to this AR-15, which has multiple counts of unlawful behavior. One, he is under 18. He cannot have a firearm, period. Mm. Two, she it is it's it's the same process as if a mother enables a child to drink who's under 21 
you as the giver of the alcohol are too guilty. It's being an accomplice. She is an accomplice to those murders, whether mm-hmm. she was there, whether she was a part of the process of planning any of that. She is an accomplice to those murders because she gave him that gun. So I, um, I support them charging her as well. Um, if not with the exact same thing he's being charged with, she is an adult. Um, if they want to try to use, which they do sometimes, the psycho- psychological state of a person when they kill somebody because he's 18 and they may say, oh, he doesn't even have the wherewithal to make those type of decisions. She did. Mm. And as his mother, as his guardian of a child who was under 18, it is you are responsible, unfortunately, for everything they do, especially mm. when it comes to the law. So, I mean, it's just. I mean, it's really insult to injury with this whole Jacob Blake situation because it's like they're slapping us in the face saying, um, not only do we not care um, about what happened to Jacob Blake, this this white boy who is clearly walking around with this this rifle attached to his chest has more dignity um, and more right than you adults who are peacefully protesting something that was actually done wrong to someone. Mm. You need an explanation for why this guy is walking around with an AR-15 strapped to his chest. You don't need further explanation for why we're out here protesting peacefully when someone just shot somebody in the back seven times. Yet we get stopped and we get charged with counts of assault and counts of disorderly conduct and counts of um, reckless um, endangerment when we're protesting, when we're protesting. But then amidst those protests, he can walk by the police in their face with an AR-15 strapped to his chest and not even be stopped, less known questioned. So, um, I don't know. It, it, it was, it's just as bad as the shooting to me, to be honest. Um, mm. Because it's, it's literally them saying, we, let me show you how much I don't care. They act out and, and you do nothing and you are, you are the problem. So, mm. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys think. If you guys think the mother should be charged. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I agree with yeah, you on absolutely. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. T, sound off. It's been a while. Who, me? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I agree with everything Alana just said. But also, like she said, it's like a punctuation to the fact that that they were peacefully protesting. I, and he was able to just walk by them. I, I have nothing else to really say to add on to that because... I'm just baffled by that. Like I knew all of these details, but then to just like he, hear it again and just, I, what what else can I really say? I'm right. tired. I'm tired of. It's kind of like that. That these this right here is the type of stuff that that associate that I was talking about would mm-hmm. justify, and this is the type of stuff where he would have a well a butt, but you know he had his hands up or he would say something in it. I'm. It makes you just, it gets to the point where, like, I'm a, I'm a say this blatantly on this podcast, and I don't want people to be like, oh, Tobias is in, encouraging violence, but I understand. Like, I understand why people will get riled up. I understand why people will want to, it, it gets, it's, it's like you push me so many times. How many times can I be pushed until I want to push back? And then, and then, and then when I push back, it's like, it's like, then when I push back, you look sad at me. Like, why'd you just push me? Mm-hmm. Why, why aren't you just letting me do this to you all the time? Mm-hmm. And it, and then, and then it's kind of like, 
you America still sees us as what was it like three fourths of a, a person to yeah. what is it three fifths three fifths three three and so and so then that hasn't changed right and so yeah I'm I'm mad yo so so then it's kind of it's kind of like like if people who if you guys have been listening to the podcast in the weeks that I've been on here you guys know I talk. I'm goofy. I'm silly. But then it's those moments where I really get silent that I feel like those are the moments where I'm just like, I, I can't take it no more. Mm. And it's getting to that point. It's been to that point for me. But yeah. I mean, and that's why I say it's a smack in the face for you to pump fake your protest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is why it's a smack in the face, you know? And it just makes me just think about um, Nipsey Hussle um, towards the end of his song, Perfect Ten, when he says, um, when you know that, basically to summarize, he goes, when you know you're going to stand behind what you believe in is when you you take the sense that you're willing to die behind it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's really the mind state you got to have when you have a platform. I may lose it all. They may even much come come after me but to prove my point and to make my statement i'm really i'm ready to die behind it you know what i mean and i I said until the the people that have those platforms take that and and take it in wholeheartedly whole within your whole being until you can take that in and dead ass follow through we're never going to see change you know you got to be outside of yourself because it's bigger than you it's bigger than you, LeBron. It is. So don't don't play with the subject. And our um our leadership, Donald Trump, um President has gone our principal has even gone as far to um, you know, in, in a way downplay what, what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse and he has, you know dismissively said, oh, well, it's under investigation. I think that he was in danger because these people were following him. It looks like he fell in the video before he shot them and they could have killed him. And not only that, the media has taken upon themselves to present him as some sort of vigilante and stating things like, you know, he wanted, he had desires to be a police officer. That's why he had an AR-15. He was out there to protect Um, his country and then Trump saying he's protecting himself. So he has a right to carry this. So, I mean, when you have a person in charge who doesn't even know the law, law. he can't protect himself in that way right now, Donald, um, because he's not 18. So it doesn't matter if you think that guns are okay. We don't care what you think about the Second Amendment right now. If because if, he's not eighteen, yeah, it don't apply to him right doesn't now. Doesn't matter. So right? Like that just <laughs> that's all, just him trying to protect himself. Uh, he's like, oh, this kid like me. Okay, well then I need to say nice things about this kid, right? Mm. He's trying to protect whiteness. Uh, he's, 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 protect. he's protecting the white votes. The the yes outrageously ignorant voters that go out there and don't even know the, oh my god don't even know what they're saying they they just oh donald trump and they, they don't even know who donald trump is going up against it's just right. donald trump so it's exactly. just like that's what he's securing he's securing that vote exactly. and it's like it's pathetic at this point 
For me, I've seen too many black men be villainized for when they get shot and they happen to have a cell phone, a wallet in their hand, in their hand, and they're shot because the police thought it was a gun. They don't and, know. And this is something, something straight up obvious that this is a gun, and you get and you ain't you don't do nothing. It's a piggyback. Not a little thing. Oh. I can't put it in my pocket. Mm. It's a piggyback. Also, Shane. I'm sorry. It's like if they do get shot, then the first thing, like if I got shot tomorrow, Lord forbid, if I got shot tomorrow, the first thing they would say, Tobias, who was arrested, like they won't mention that it was for like some traffic stuff. They're like, Tobias, who was arrested for blah, 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 blah. And list all of this stuff where I'm just like, like people who know me will be like, that's not. That's not Tobias, or like he he got a college degree and he had a decent job. Like they wouldn't say nothing like that. They would be like Tobias, this, 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 and you just like, yep. There's that something little- that's circulating the media right now where they're showing like two headlines next to each other. The headline that was for Rittenhouse, and I don't know who the who the black person was that had another headline. Tamir Rice. Yeah. Tamir Rice. Okay. I couldn't, I wanted to say Trayvon Martin, but I didn't know who it was. They, yeah. they but just opposed them between whomever, any, my, any, yeah. um, um, juvenile minority. Yes. Yeah. They're it's, talking it's about crazy. having found traces of marijuana in Trayvon Martin's body, and, and that's irrelevant. So, oh. I mean, if you, and that was a part of a headline before this Trayvon Martin, we all know what happened with that. And you want to talk mm-hmm. about the fact that he had some marijuana in his body, traces of marijuana in his body when he got killed with it. Now but, it's almost legal everywhere. I mean, it is I was just about to say that. But it's literally, that's what I'm saying. It's literally the, them saying, we don't care. We mm-hmm. don't care. There's, I mean, it's like, it's like a, a parody. Or like satire to watch somebody walk around with an AR-15 strapped to your chest. It's like a scene out of like The Simpsons or The Office. It's like, is this a joke? Or a comic book strip. Yes. Like, yes. It's like political satire to watch somebody walk around with an AR-15, a white man waving, theoretically, and police officers not saying anything, but them beating and and arrest black people right next to them. Mm-hmm. that have a sign that says Black Lives Matter. Like, that's what the comic strip would be. So it's just yeah. like, this is happening in real life, in real time. Mm. But Major, what you imagine having that type of, like, confidence and, like, security to be able to walk outside with a gun strapped to your, ch- test, your chest in the middle of the night, knowing that it's illegal for you to carry it, walk directly past police officers and feel comfortable knowing that you won't get stopped. Like that's the part Mm. about, Mm. I think that's what makes it so hard for some white people to understand our relationship with the police because their relationship is just so different. Like that's literally their heroes. The way we looked at, I'll just use this example because it's relevant right now. The way we look at Black Panther, like, this represents us. Like I see myself when I see this, this is our hero. Mm -hmm. This is finally like a a proper representation. Like they see that with the police officers and they feel safe. They feel comfortable. Even if they're in the wrong, like I'm not worried. I I had, uh, I heard someone talking about how they had like cocaine with them getting on an airplane, like a white guy. And he was like, if I was a black guy, this never would have happened. And then not only that, but then like I, I smoked it in the back, in the 
like bathroom on the airplane. Like oh, I, I know so many stories, like working in like ministry of like my coworkers who are now like running things, like they're they're running their own programs. Like after they got uh, arrested and flunked out of college and were selling drugs and all of these different opportunities. And then the same kids that they're like working with, they do something minor and it's like their whole life is ruined. It's just fascinating to feel the type of freedom to just like go outside and do whatever you want and know, like, even if I'm in the wrong, I'll still be okay. Like people Mm. are going to still defend me no matter what. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and I, think if we could just get them to like remove themselves just for a moment to see like in order for you to have the security that you're feeling right now someone is not getting any type of security in order for you to be able to walk through a crowd of black people with a gun strapped to your chest and and no one even acknowledge you is because they're acknowledging all the people that are unarmed around you like mm-hmm. I, I don't know how Unless you experience it, the majority of the people that I I know that have like this deep allegiance to the police, they don't change that until they have a negative experience personally, right. and then they're like, "Oh, so so this oh, does happen." Like, so <laughs> that you guys were talking about is like it, it can happen for real. It's real stuff. You're not just making up things for attention. And it's fascinating how they can watch stuff and still see it as attention seeking, but it's because their experience has been so, it's been so pure for them personally. Like even reading some of the articles about Kyle Rittenhouse and his lawyer is like, he's innocent and we're going to defend him and say, I mean, that's the lawyer's job, obviously, but like just the, the bravado and the confidence to be able to say like explicitly, no questions, like there's no humbleness of, you know, well, you know, we're hoping the truth will come out or, you know, I'm behind Kyle to the end. It's just like, no, these people are being ridiculous and we will prove it. Like That's because like the safety they feel is not just with white police officers. It is with white people. Like, I mean, like legit today, I even had to think about that because we're planning something for my grandpa's 70th and he wants to go, he wants to go hunting. And I'm like, I don't even know if I feel comfortable planning this with him at this white person's hunting reserve because white people are going to see him with a gun. He's paid to Mm. be there. And I'm Mm. nervous about that. And it's like, like, that's the type of discomfort we have to live in things we have to overthink about. And it's like, that doesn't even make sense. It's other white people. It's not even just police officers. White people don't just check your privilege, check your entitlement. Exactly. I'll say this, that uh, the police, they are here to serve and protect. Um, but the question is, who? And um, uh, not us. And I'm, I'm, I'll say this also. Um, we have white listeners, and I try to be very uh, considerate of the people that listen to us. Um, shout out to the people in Ireland that are listening to us, people in Britain that are listening to us. Um, shout out to you guys. People in America don't want to overlook you guys. You guys being here, that says something in and of itself, in my opinion. Um, but we're not whitewashing anything here. Um, mm-hmm. We love you. We want you to keep coming back. And I think we've said, you know I me mean, over the course of these two years, we've said some things. And if you're still here, hopefully it doesn't just mean that you have tough skin. Hopefully it means that 
you it resonates with you and that um you're taking this back to your white silos hopefully um yeah, what's what's I, been happening in our in our um black silos is we've been trying to find things to get our mind off of the every day and mm-hmm. um you get to peer into what's happening with us but for us we trying to escape what's happening to us and so for us we had um maybe 3 hours to where we can just sit back mm-hmm. and enjoy being black <laughs> and you guys could peer in on that um and that's the thing though right it's like you're peering on these great moments and we want you to be there for us so that we can continue to have great moments that you can be a part of. But one of those great mm-hmm. moments was um, that um, Brandy and Monica, they finally had a long awaited versus battle. I'm really, <laughs> Sharice is <laughs> ready to go. She not, she Charisse looked like I, I was having it. Uh, I was looking at everybody's face. I saw exactly. smiles and then I saw that mm-hmm. one not smile. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. Exactly. I don't know what you're saying. So um, we're we going to talk about verses, but I promised Sharice that um, we would, I would give her. I didn't give her a time frame, but I'm going to give look at Shaz. Sha, stop, stop. I'm not going to look at her. I'm, what? I'm listening. I'm not going to look at her. Um, I'm going to give Sharice like five minutes just to sound off about what's happening because I know this is a crowded room full of uh, Brandy fans. I don't think Nasia necessarily yeah, don't, has don't a... Try it. Don't yeah. try it neither. Well, don't try. It. I'm gonna mute my mic so you won't hear my. Yeah, I'm gonna mute. I'm, we gonna all mute our mics. I don't. Think, I don't think Major has a dog do in the fight. Not try to gang up on me because I am still we not, a Monica We're not gonna gang up on you, but I can. T- but I can tell you if you say something erroneous. That's That should be your word of the day. Erroneous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the word of the day. Naja, do I? I are you a Brandy or a Monica fan? Naja's Naja's frozen. Naja is frozen, man. She don't got scared. You know, you know who Naja looks like right now? Frozen. Who? I hope she doesn't get offended at this because it's not. I'm not trying to be offensive. Um, remember the black girl from Jimmy Neutron? <laughs> Like her hair is like really like you know locked up like that. That's dope. Yeah. And then she left just like that. Sorry. <laughs> Come back, yeah, Um, But all right, and fi- I'm gonna call this segment "Sound Off." So whenever our oh, Nasia's back, dope. So whenever someone needs to sound off, I'll give you five minutes just to do your thing. In five, four, three, two, one. Take it away. Okay. Here's here's my number one number one problem with this whole versus. I felt when I was watching, it took me all the way back to when I was a kid, when these women first dropped. I'm talking about late 90s. I'm maybe all of six, seven. And I just remember looking at them like, oh, they're so cool. They're both dope. At the time, sitting in, um, Brandy was more so like, oh, she's dope. I want to be like her. Then it changed when I started seeing Monica. I'm saying all this because the whole point is they were both in, like <laughs> prominent in their own way. My problem with mainly social media and just 
us, period. We got to find the negatives. Uh-huh. The first thing after the verses is over, even during the verses, but Lord knows I wasn't watching for that. I was watching because I genuinely was happy to see two females who have had awesome careers, in my opinion, their longevity, and to be able to still be able to sing the way they do. I'm just like, that's, that's fire right there. But to get offline and after the verses and to see the comments, the jokes and all that, it was all negative. And I was sitting here like, how, how does 1.2 million people just on Instagram alone watch something as monumental, as dope, as historic as that? And what they take away from it is, oh, they throwing shade at one another. Wait, what? Like, I said... <laughs> Who's throwing shade at what? So, of course, I start to read comments. And they're basically saying that Monica was throwing shade at Brandy. And and then it's like, oh, no, no, no. Brandy was throwing shade at Monica. Because, of course, it's two different types of fans. Either you're Brandy or either you're Monica. And the first thing I said is, like, let's put aside who you were a fan of. Let's just talk facts. Was that not great music that you heard on both on both ends? Did, did, did each song not resonate with you to some degree? Whether it was, oh yeah, I remember hearing that and this is how I felt about it. Or maybe, oh, this song got me through this. I, I it, it blows my mind how we could take something that it could be so beautiful, so so dope, so and we find a negative. Whether it was Brandy's outfit, first of all, before you speak, know what you need to know. She had on designer too. Just because it's not designer that you know doesn't mean that it's not prestige. But the joke is, what is that that she's wearing? It's just not your cup of tea. Just because Monica has Fendi on, don't make her outfit any better than hers. It's whatever your cup of tea is. But to take it and run with it, I'm just like, did that take away from what she was providing for you, which was her music? It's like we run with that. Not one person, in my opinion, really acknowledged what was happening, which was two Black females had 1.2 million people glued to whether it was a cell phone, uh, computer, whatever device they were using, watching them sit there and play songs from the late 90s. No one just took that moment and just grasped it. I went through so many emotions last night that by the end of it I was in tears because I it was just this emotional roller coaster that just lets you know that we're constantly in a we're constantly like evolving right but it's not and most people say oh you old school that's why it's not about being old school it's about recognizing that it's change and I I just like, it's just like, yo, this newer generation is disrespectful for no reason. And, th- and if this is what we have to look forward to, we're doomed. Because I'm just like, how do you take some? That's just like one of us, right? Um, like, let's just say like Marvin Gaye and Sam Cooke did a versus. And we just on there clowning them the whole time. Like, how does that look? And the first thing I always say is, it, it's, it's not even that they're like old, old, but it's like, that's how they're presented in the world of Ariana Grande's and um, artists like that. So it's just like, like at the end of the day, respect what paved the way for you. Stop trying to be the hot, best, best thing. Cause I'm just like, at the end of the day, a lot of you artists that are out today can't touch them. Can't touch them. They're, they're here for a reason. 
And I, I was just, I was just like, so far, that's why I just said, I don't want to talk about it to anybody. I'm through. I logged off, went to bed, had my moment to myself. Cause wasn't nobody about to take that moment away from me. And Brandy, of course, man. And again, I am a Monica fan, but the, her song selections was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like she was playing stuff that, I was like, no way, she ain't just do that. Like, yeah, I was like, get the heck out of here, you know. Monica too. She let me down just a little bit, but it it was just a dope night. And if you walked away saying anything negative, it's just like you you got a lot of to do with yourself. Like as far as just soul searching, in my opinion, you know, because I'm just like, <laughs> uh, I I was just too done. Like it it was so. And the the thing was, while I was watching it, I didn't see not one negative comment. But the second it was over, that's when it was just like an outpour. And it was just like, wow, we got to do better, man. We 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 just we just got to do better. We just have to. And I just was like, versus is about the music. Why didn't we keep it there? You know. And it was just very upsetting. I don't know how y'all took it. I don't know what y'all was experiencing when y'all was watching it. But I was very excited for it. And to see like negative comments, especially in the shade room and stuff like that, it was very upsetting for me. And I was just like, uh, I guess this is this culture. This is what they do. They, they, it's funnier to be a meme. It's funnier to be, you know, um, I don't know, uh, like just a negative person online. I guess that gets you more attention, I, I guess. I, but I'm not here for it. And um, it was very upsetting to see all that. But that was my biggest fuss with the um, whole thing. I think they did great. I didn't see Shade, but hey, I will say this. I feel like Brandy has more of a adapting type of personality. She's more personable. You're not dead yet. Are you, are you out of your um, rant right now? Yeah, I guess you could say I'm out of it. All right, but that, yeah. that was my main one. Yeah. You did good. That was yeah. that was six minutes. So yeah. you did good. Yeah. Um so before we before yeah. we get into all of that, I just want to explain real quick what's hap- what happened. Y'all can recap it. Mm-hmm. Y'all can talk about it. Um Brandy and Monica, again, they had a versus. Uh 21 songs in total. Oh no, I think it was Yep, 21 songs in total. Perfect. No, 21 rounds, so 40. So 42 mm-hmm. songs. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 42 songs. They, you know, they went back and forth. Um, Monica and Brandy have a history. If you don't know, they have a history. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a well-documented history. Someone was slapped in this period of time. Um, yes, someone was slapped. Oh. You yep. won't say who. <laughs> <laughs> if someone, you know the history, you know. Yeah, someone someone <laughs> um was hands were put upon. Um and uh um I would say the history was brought up multiple times in the evening. Um and so before we get into I don't even know if we have time time for it all, but uh uh what it, what are you guys' thoughts on the event? I know Sharice was starting to talk about it, but altogether, what were you guys' uh thoughts on the event? Brandy Rayana Norwood was stupendous. I think that she did a wonderful job with her song selection. She did a wonderful job with her, the few ad-libs and pieces of her 
um, incomparable voice that she gifted us with last night. Um, I enjoyed <laughs> Monica as well, truthfully. Like, I really do like Monica. Um, so I enjoyed her. I, I like listening to songs about uphires. It didn't really feel, it doesn't feel nostalgic to me only because I listen to this music all the time anyway. You know what I mean? So like, I don't really, I don't feel like I have those gaps of time where I'm not hearing early 90s or 90s or early 2000s like a lot of people do. Like, that's still what I listen to on a daily basis. So it just feels like my playlist. But um, it was fun. It was funny for a lot I, of reasons. I thought um, it, was really it was awkward. Yeah. Uh, Super awkward. Heavy moments, on the awkward. At I moments, think, I think Brandy's an awkward person. And at that's moments, probably. fake. I'm going to say that. Brandy is awkward. She seems a little socially awkward. Um, and I could have done without her poetry. Yeah, I knew he was going to say that. I, I could have done without the poetry, too. Channel <laughs> Moesha. That's what I'm saying. She was trying to give y'all the whole Moesha thing. But yeah, the fact that she Moesha gave us the back on of Cinderella... She was she was really showing off. She she really was because that wasn't even necessary. I'm proud. Did some low key fixes. Oh yeah, yeah that that was dope. And when yeah. she uh, played like the look, the little Tupac, Tupac, Tupac mid, yep, and yeah. the biggie, Tupac, the biggie, like the flight. Yeah. I'm like, oh okay. Man, like, uh, I think it was only too much because Monica didn't do any of that. That's not her fault. <laughs> exactly. It's not Brandy's fault that Monica didn't do any of that. So everyone's yeah. like, so, well, she's, she didn't have to do this. She had to. Monica came and it, Monica was in Atlanta. You're in Atlanta. Show out. Have oh, Jamie, yeah. Usher. She could have oh. had all those people oh, there. Yeah. She's not cool with Usher. Not cool with Usher. Not cool with Usher. Who not cool with Usher? Oh. Monica. She, oh, yeah, she um, you know, she, 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 she talked about it. Um, she, she hit up, she hit up, <laughs> she hit up Usher to, you know, make music on her um, upcoming album. And he said no. Oh, that means and that she not cool with him? Well, she oh, said she made it. She's, yeah. I can't say no. Yeah. Not to Monica. Not Monica Denise. I'm going to be mean, honest. <laughs> we got a banger slow jams and yeah. you making it seem like. I'm a nobody. Like you're saying no as if I'm an up and coming oh. artist. Well, what that's how like, that's yeah. how she was selling it, in my opinion. Uh, I was gonna say he so. didn't say it didn't, we don't necessarily know if he said, hell yeah, no. Yeah, he, he might not have just not liked the song. He might have just been like, nah. <laughs> it could have been big. He got a back down the way. Though that latest Usher song was and with Lu- him and Luda was not that great. <laughs> I'm just saying. He that had a new song with Luda? he put out wasn't that great. Yeah, 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 that was yeah, that's the next song. That was the funniest song. That was I like that song. It's just heard, not as good as Lovers and Friends. I, mean, I heard was, I heard that song. That I didn't di- think it was that was disappointing. Like, but yeah. It's just but, not as good as that. But we are not here to talk about Usher Raymond. We are here yeah. to right, talk Shannon. about the one to talk about the beautiful Hey man, you wanna host next week's podcast? <laughs> nah, cause I the way my schedule be. <laughs> I have my people call your people, man. Yeah, Go ahead, you were saying. You were saying. So, the adjective, Shane. The beautiful, yeah, the wonderful, comma. Yes, the vocal bible. Hello, Randy. Oh, okay. Randy Norwood, Hello. and then we also have again 
the very consistent Monica Denise. Because that's the one thing we have to do. Definitely talk. Definitely, I will get prop. I will get prop. You can't do all of that for Brady and then be like consistent. I'm sorry. See what happened is. See what happened is. I knew you going to do that. You ain't have enough adjectives for Monica. It's cool. I'm sorry. I like. I respect. Definitely got. I got love. I got a lot of respect for Monica. Because definitely. One thing that one thing I didn't like initially was people were expecting like Monica has nothing, but I'm like Monica does have hits and she has jams, and so don't just uh, don't just automatically dismiss her. But I will say just uh, as we kind of get into it, the thing was Monica definitely came in strong, came in strong because that was one of the things that she kind of really was trying to like set the tone but I think what did hurt her was her sequencing of things where there were a couple of rounds that if she would have held off on certain songs her those songs could have won could have won in other spaces I agree I will say I will say that keeping Brandy's list the same yeah, oh. yeah, like keeping like keeping Brandy's list the same. Yeah, there could have been some there could have been some moments where there could have been some wins. Mm. Like, but you think it but was she, shutout she, or something? She, she what? Well, I think well, I think overall, I agree with how Keith scored how Keith scored it. I just think that probably maybe Monica could have probably at least got maybe at least one, maybe two more wins if she would have sequenced things a little differently, but. Yeah, other than that, I definitely definitely it was a reminder of one of Monica's catalog and just the work that she's been able to do over the years and one thing that one thing I I'm, reason I mentioned her being consistent because there was a period where again, Brandy took a break from music, but Monica still was able to in the you know, late 2000s be able to pull out a few more hits and jams for uh, for us. Except for that, except for that, every time the beat drops. Well, she I, said every time. Oh my god, I cringed when she played it. I I rock them women beats every time the beat drop. No. I thought no. that's what I thought the white no. T song was. That's when that came out. It, it was, was around. That's what you were yeah. talking about, fam. Them franchise boys. I was listening to the. I was listening to the song yesterday, like before the battle. I was prepping. And um, I heard one of the rap lyrics. He said, I'm still spending white tea money. And I said, you, sh- you should be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this was, that was your last hit. I would assume that you would be spending. Still eating off of it. Right. I like a whole thing. like he was all your money. Matters. I'm tired of her forcing that song on us. It's that and Brandon's poetry. I just, they're equally. Just as unnecessary, and they should have did a test run so somebody could have said we're good. So bad. We are closing out. Naja, yeah. did you watch it? No, I did not. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. You hit you just here for the chat with Bose with conversation, honestly. I mean, no, I look, look, if I check my bag of unpopular opinions, I'm not really into Monica or Brandy. Um, no. all right. All right. I like their hits. My- I listen to their essentials, 
what I was interested in was, even though you just told me to mute myself, (laughs) I followed your stories heavily yesterday. I found them very amusing. And my second unpopular opinion is I love the Monica memes. The, The memes, not Monica memes, the Monica fan memes. Those gave me so much joy because I honestly prefer Monica from the little bit of music of both of their catalogs that I listen to. I prefer Monica. And just hearing the things that people were saying about Monica fans was hilarious to me because that I did not fit the stereotype. So I was able to enjoy laughing about it. And now, now knowing that she slaps it makes even more sense why those memes were what they were. I think most brains- I didn't say who slapped who. Oh, I looked it up. No. <laughs> yeah, she, she just gave us gave it away. We Soon as she said it, I said I must Google. I have yeah. a feeling it's Monica because of the memes, but I need to I need that, to check. That's why Brandy's jokes were so funny to me because I feel like that's what I would have did. Like mm-hmm. I would, if if somebody like if there was like I nobody's ever gonna slap me. Also, <laughs> you want that to be very clear. But yeah. he like try Jesus, don't try me. Right. <laughs> but I feel like that's like like me like I was telling Keith earlier like me and my friend Adrian when he's like he's like I feel like that was our dynamic like like Adrian's serious and I'm like jokester so like when he's like angry about something it's like me kind of just being like yeah bro but we're like. You gonna pistol like I'll just make little jokes the entire time until like Adrian like cracks a smile and I felt like that's what Brandy was doing like she was just kind of awkwardly like making little jokes and they made me they actually made me laugh. She for sure deflects with humor and it was awkward to watch because I I get secondhand embarrassment very easily and so too. Mm-hmm. it just felt like forcing and it was Monica looked like she was there very objectively. And Brandy yeah. looked like, oh, let's make the best of it. And Monica, like, had her moments where if yeah. we make a statement to describe her was, we ain't no group. But yeah. that's when it's hard. That That's when it I didn't, became I don't hard. I don't see what the big deal is about that line. I, Everyone I, sucks yeah. up. Because well, look, I don't it was the, th- the history. It was the things yeah. leading up to it. So here's my thing. But they're not a group. Okay, they're not a group. It, because Monica. Yeah. Say that again? They never, they never will be because of money. Well, um, why would you want to be a group when you stand alone? Fine. First I don't of think all, Brandy wants to be a group, but I think Brandy is okay with collaboration. And I just think Brandy is just super friendly. Yeah. It is just like if I smacked you, sis, it's n- it's never going to be the same. Yeah. Like yeah. that. So so don't come in here like that. And I get it. Like I said, I I see it. Brandy has a very, in my opinion, personal. Um, personality like it's like she wants you to enjoy her presence she cares about what you think while Monica's over there like I don't care and I think that's why I kind of probably identify with her a little better like I'm here because my name is Monica and this is what the people want to see and I'm giving it to them but we're what we not about to do is make it seem like like we cool like that and don't if that was the come case, on here <laughs> Don't do it. You're not ready. Exactly. Yeah. That's don't my thing. That's my thing. I'm like Monica needed to heal more. If yeah. if you're not ready to to joke about yeah. it, if you're not ready, then we don't need to do it because you made it would, very would, cringe. Let me let me finish. Let me finish. We made it very cringeworthy to watch. Would so when we when I come out here, when I come out, and then we say. 
and I'm trying to make light of it. Before we even get started, you say that you didn't even want to be here and that your manager or someone made you come. You starting off on the wrong foot. Then yeah. then I make a joke about um, you, said, no. you said that you used to kick doors down. And so now, yes, comedic timing for Brandy, although she's not the funniest person in the world. She oh, had her jokes funny. written for her own Moesha. I get it. Uh, you um you're trying to make light of this situation. We're supposed to come out here. We saw the past verses. Everyone else was very chummy with one another. We're in the same room together. Let's have a good time together. It is very hard to um to joke and then for someone not to 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 just have the joke bounce off of them. Fam, even if it's not funny, you see my attempt. Mm-hmm. You see my attempt. If I'm, if I make, well, she was like, why would you say that? I'm like, fam, I'm joking. And then you didn't even make it easier when I said, I'm joking. You just let it ride. And it let me yeah. feel super awkward, making it super awkward. Like, and then we go forward and we go forward in the battle. And then you're trying, you're fine. It's like, you're almost finding things to be offended by. Exactly. It's like, you're not ready. You weren't ready to do this. And we didn't, this, we didn't deserve that attitude. And everyone, and you know, Monica fans, they were like, you guys are such Monica. Brandy fans. Oh, wow. No, 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 This has nothing to do, this right here has nothing to do with being a Brandy fan. It has everything to do with give the fans what they asking for. My question. That ain't got nothing to do with being a Brandy fan. She came and played her songs, bro. She came and played her songs. My question is, would it have felt nostalgic and like, all? would you have gotten feelings if you just sat there and watched both of them look angrily at each other playing song after song that wouldn't have been a good time I'm gonna be honest nah, I wouldn't have cared because I'm here for the music you listen to it on Apple Music then yeah. you don't that, need to I, I love the playlist I've played the playlist out since it that's dropped. what I'm saying but what I'm yeah. saying is if that's the case then the, the playlist is sufficient because the things that because 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 keep right in this respect mm-hmm. and this yeah. part is this part is objective mm-hmm. this part is about a person stepping into a space and I, I am a I am a proponent for when you are going to do something for somebody and at this point it's the fans it matters how you do it and i feel like a lot that's not it the heart behind what you do and how you do it and the way that it comes across means even more than the fact that you did it and i think the way that monica did it it wasn't that it was terrible and it was so distracting that i couldn't enjoy it but it was noticeable there were even moments outside of the actual battle where there's video footage of like brandy making a joke about so gone and she says oh i guess i'm gonna do the so gone challenge and monica goes girl bye who would she say that she wouldn't say that to a fan of a fan walked up and said oh i really want to sing your so gone challenge she wouldn't have said that it was directed to brandy and there is a lace of seriousness in these <laughs> moments that monica tries to make seem passive or dismissive yeah. You can feel the a lot of yeah. There's a, I, I there's some deflection. Like Brandy fans. No, hey. I've, I've been to concerts. Listen, I, like, but I've been y'all to Brandy concerts. Yeah. Y'all really so, are. Y'all no, Brandy, Brandy fans. Cool. No, 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 no. I've been to concerts. Brandy did some corny junk too. Brandy yeah, she was did. Being super yeah. fake. Brandy was being super fake when she was going in and she was doing this elongated speech about. Uh, boy is mine. The boy, boy is mine. Yeah, yeah. And I said, Brandy being fake. And I agree. I, I know how to be objective. <laughs> I'm objectively speaking about Monica's Monica's whole her whole energy was just like piss poor. 
I've been to concerts. I've been to concerts and seen uh, artists that I love. I've loved them and seen them perform in in that lackluster performance that I paid to see, or even even if it was free, and I've taken the time to come out and see them, and it, and then be like, oh, I don't even think I'm really that much of a fan anymore. Because why did they even mm-hmm. just waste my time? Like I yeah. invent, like I'm I'm a fan of this person, and you're acting like you don't want to be here. Then why am I here? I, yeah, who you, gave you, off that yeah, so Y'all trying to say Monica yeah. was no. acting like she didn't want to be no. here? Yes. Since that outfit alone say, says, don't say I don't hey, want to be here. Wow. That outfit alone says I want to be here. I'm just Damn. not here for your phoniness. I'm here to play my songs, give my fans what yeah. they want. Randy, like that's y'all, like y'all, y'all always want motherfuckers that. That's that era Ooh. of Randy fans, though, because y'all, y'all, like y'all, y'all kind of like sucked in into that image of being personable. Being that, that's why Brandy sold to me because it was like they put her image out there to be accepted by like everybody, and it's just not realistic. You know what I mean? I think that like that that's more realistic. It's gonna be times when I'm not gonna be liked, and it's okay. No, that's like, not it, me. Yeah. No, I've that part, but I said stuff that's, that's not going to more to Monica personality wise. I don't right. relate personality wise. I'm very much so a realist, but I also everybody's just bubbly all the time. But, but you're rid of you're rid of like right now that I don't want to be in a situation, and I'm not going to show up the way that I need to show up or the way that my fans need me to. I'm not gonna do it. That's also real to say yeah. I cannot do this. But Pete, but Pete, if she don't do it, then the stories are way worse. She already than what, than than what we getting right but now. But if you don't want to do it, it's way it's worse. You're, it's okay. She already don't care. It would have It would have passed over. It would have passed way worse. I don't think it would have passed over, bro. She already wasn't doing it. It would have passed over. Why? Why did it stay at all those people watching then? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's my only thing. If everybody felt that way and this is like their vibe and their energy and the whole not, mm-hmm. how the fuck do you consistently hold 1.2 million people? So that's why a part of me be like, y'all be full of it. Y'all know that y'all really wanted these two women to sit down and play their songs. That's a fact. And, in a, in a, and I really think Monica put her project aside. All right, I'm gonna do it. You got Missy calling me. You got Tim calling mm-hmm. me. All right, cool. I'm gonna do it. And she came out there and she was Monica. She was real. See, I think I, I like the sad part is I've had like I've been able to like kind of meet both of them. May, I met Monica more on a I've personal met, level. I've met Monica. I, I Brandy was like a uh, that was and, I, and it was, I was young too, and it was like a hit or miss, like. It wasn't real to me, but it was like when I met Monica, she was real. Like she, her security was there, but her, it was like, oh, I just need my brother. I'm gonna walk through this crowd right here. And she just got up. She was taking pictures with every, that like, to me, that's real. And I'm just like, that's why I can't understand what you're saying because like, but I don't think that's Monica's personality. Always, I said that's yeah. when she was in that battle. I said if a if a if a fan came up to her, I don't think that would be a personality. I don't think Monica's a mean person. I no, that's not what a fan. I've, I've met. Her. I think she's, she's too mean. real, and I think people don't know how to accept it that well. Like, I'm sorry, she's never going to be what we want them to be as far as Brandy and Monica. Son, they already put hands on one another. Like it's a I feel like when you put hands on somebody, I don't care if if you apologize a thousand times. It's never the same. And don't let time get in between us that we haven't spoke. 
Like, so I, I don't know. I just, I walked into that with the mindset of, I'm just really happy that girl here. Me and my homegirl put, put big hands on each other. And I love her. I'd do anything for her. Well, I don't think you need <laughs> y'all, to. Y'all like sisters. Reconciliation is possible. Let's not act yeah, like that. not act Yeah, okay. And so, it comes up. It comes up. Like, but, I remember that and, time. <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing. It's like, the presentation is like versus is not just about playing songs. It's about the experience. It's about, again, the stories that are being communicated and seeing the engagement between these two artists and how they celebrate one another. And it's like, these are the things that, these are the moments that make the verses rememberable, not just us hearing the songs, but also the interactions that we hear. It's the reason that we, you know, it's the reason why certain verses we talk about more than others. It's like, there's a reason we, mo- mostly everybody done probably forgot about Rick Ross and 2 Chains because that was- Exactly. Hell. But I still talk oh. about the Snoop Dogg and DMX. I still like yes. that one. And so, yeah. And so definitely even, even in the midst of that, even with, even with Jada and Fab, they were doing their trash talk and everything, but you could still see they had like a mutual respect for each other and the sense of how they get, how they communicated and everything. And so that's, so you don't think they have a mutual respect? I think, I think that Brandy has a mutual respect for Monica, but I think that, and I do think that Monica does appreciate Brandy because again, she complimented her tone. I think that when the incident was like hinted at, it did, you know, of influence a little bit of her mood in the night. And so I do, I do think that is something that did change, change things, uh, change things. And it was a little noticeable. Wait, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing. Cause she leaning closer. Like what you think? Like? But she got headphones. Like, in like, you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to make sure. I'm, I'm just waiting for the big, like, I'm like, come on, man. Y'all Brandy fans. That's all I can say. Y'all Brandy fans. I gave my fans what they wanted. Yeah. I don't think anyone here actually cares about Brandy and Monica being friends. Like I don't. I, I, like, I, I don't. don't. So I don't. I don't think anybody's speaking from the perspective of something they expected. Like, oh God, I was just really hoping that they would heal and reconcile and be friends. Like, I, I don't care. So that's. I don't think that that's the place anybody's speaking from. I think that it's it's more about what what Shane said, where this is more of an experience than just music. Because if that's the case, we can just keep listening to our playlist at home. And then it's also about in the midst of what you're saying, which is is a, a, a an extent of realness for her to carry herself the way she actually feels in that there are two choices when being real. It is to show up and behave the way you want to, regardless of what people think. And there's also a choice to say, you know what? I know I'm going to be this way. And so I'm choosing to not show up because I'm being real about what I'm going to do too. And I know that this is a moment that is an experience because I've also watched verses or it's been explained to me like because I'm having to sign a contract to do it. So she could have protested versus she could have said she was she could have kept saying no the way she already was saying no. Mm-hmm. And we were fine. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody hates Nas and Jay-Z. And they're probably mm-hmm. never gonna do one. Nobody would have hated Monica. Yeah. I would have still listened to you should have known better and pretended I had a man in jail. So it, it wouldn't have changed <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we wanted that one. People have been speaking of Brandy and Monica forever. People just know Jay Z and Nas is never going to happen because of who Jay Z is. Do niggas want it? Absolutely. Yeah. Like we'll take it. Absolutely. But we just know we we. It's just certain people that you're just not going to get, and he's one of them. 
But getting back on topic, I think Monica did it her way, and I'm I'm here for it. Like I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave, and I'm gonna give you a bomb ass new single, and I'm gonna go my way. You walk down the street to do it because she literally lived in Atlanta. <laughs> no, she don't live there. Oh, she don't live here. She got a house here, there, but mm. they both flew mm. in for that. Oh, cool. Wow. You, you gotta remember who she was she, dating uh... and who she's cool with. Like, oh, Monica yeah, she's be in, in LA. L- she's in LA. She's in LA. Yeah. She's super cool with uh, Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess she be. She be in LA. Yeah. If we could just have a few more moments of your time, we'll be right back to talk about. Um, our fallen brother, Chadwick Bozeman, and we definitely have to score this battle real quick. We're just going. We'll be right back. You know, one of the interesting things that I definitely won't want to get a tangent on, but I realized one thing, like when they started like saying the ages of like how young they were in the industry. And then I added up when, you know, the fact that, you know, Brandy was dating Wanye and I was like, hold on. You late, yeah. you late, you late. Yeah. Brandy was about 16 when she was dating Wanye. Yes, Wanye you know, was, Wanye wasn't going, Wanye wasn't a boy. He was definitely a man. He wasn't, man, he yeah. wasn't going to man. Yeah. He, he was definitely a man. All I'm saying is. It's things that you never thought about it. Oh, we just not the only one that was fast. Because when yeah. you come back <laughs> Brandy, and they be making jokes talking about Monica's, Monica makes songs for girls who were picked up in middle school by grown men. Well, Brandy makes songs for the girls who were too, but were more sneaky. I want to uh, be down. Uh, I want to be down is definitely that song. Uh-huh. Top of the world. I want to be Mace down. Just, Mace one just featured in the song. He was featured in her life. Yes. Because oh, Brandy, was, Brandy was definitely 17 then. Hello, yeah. good evening. She said, I made this song when I was 17. I'm like, why you say that? Why you? Why you? <laughs> Right, you trying Why to get started? Yeah, like we like, we we know we remember <laughs> we remember all this. Stuff. To the there's, a re- there's, a re- there's a reason we can't see a versus with R. Kelly in it. <laughs> <laughs> and he would ke- and R. he Kelly would clean up. State. He would clean up a lot of people. And, and <laughs> then you would have to handicap. Diamond even got twenty. They barely even got ten. I love Diamond. <laughs> that's the versus he and uh, Tobias R. Kelly versus the state versus that's the state yeah <laughs> that's, that's his versus like, yeah. like, they could have they could have let Ray J did an interlude of One Wish while they did nah, that nah we good we nah, good I don't think anybody <laughs> wished wish. that um, <laughs> so um, I want to they said it's so sad I feel like we just she's like y'all picking on my college I'm sorry what was that I said, Nay just said, she said it's so sad because uh, he's... Look, look, no, 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 look no, at this. I, was, this. I didn't say that was sad. I said I like that song. I know, but the way you said it, you said it like, I like that song. But Ray, J's, <laughs> like, Ray J's doing good. He's got his own headphones. They selling. They great. And Y'all ready? They're breaking. They're, ready? A lot better, they're a lot better than the Apple headphones. So, <laughs> yes. Ray J ready. got Raycon and we still got to go yeah. to work in the morning. So, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we do. So, we round one. for that big sis. <laughs> round one, What About Us versus what, what About Us by Brandy versus Everything to Me, Monica. Everything to Me, Monica. Yeah, I get, yeah, I get this one every, what was to Monica. Brandy's song? Uh, what About Us? With Kanye? Uh, no, it's it was uh, oh, the about our love. I'm sorry, that's yeah, not that, it. What about us? Okay, I'll I'll pick everything to me. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Keith, don't try me. You about to get that card revoked. That's possible. <laughs> That's I've had it since I was sick. Everything to me is the best. But that's a, that showed me Monica wanted to come out swinging. Yo, take the vocals out. <laughs> Y'all be killing me, yo. Oh, <laughs> my God. When they know so that the other person can't take All right, I get that to uh, Monica as well. He is by Brandy versus A Dozen Roses by Monica. He is. Nasal, you supposed to be tallying stuff. Oh, like, here, let me get some. I'm like, you take <laughs> of you with the Curtis Mayfield sample? Uh, I'm still giving it to He Is, roses. but. Dozen Roses. Yeah. And He Is is a dope ass song. Too. It is a dope song. A yes, it is. Song. It's the sample. It, it, for it, me. it has sample. Yep. That's exactly what I'm mm-hmm. about to say. A Dozen Roses is a, it has a great sample. It's a yep. So yeah, who won that, Brandy? Brandy? Oh, yeah. Okay, Brandy. let's do it as a group. Let's do it as a group. Majority Rules. Oh, we're gonna I do, hate we, this. We're going to do... No, we're going to be super fair. No, we're not, but go ahead. It's we, saw we, gave, we saw we gave Monica the first one. Yeah, Monica got Monica. the first one. Whoa, the obvious. Like, what? I don't know <laughs> if that's too obvious, because personally, I like What About Us way more than everything to me. But what I About be, Us is a great song. But everything to me... Okay, third song. No, no. All right. So as a group, we said everything to me. So that's round one. That's Monica. Round two. Personally, I'm going. He is. He is. He is. Uh, Shari says a dozen roses. Round three. Full moon by Brandy versus so gone. I'm not doing this. Monica. I love full moon. I hate it here. I, I do not like that song. I'm going so like going. No. I'm definitely going so, so going. So going. I voted I'm for so mad so she played Full Moon for that. Oh, God. No, <laughs> she got that. Monica got that point. That's I know, but I'm so mad. Like, them two songs went up against each other. Because in my world, it's a tie. I love Full Moon. I love that song. Like, that song is I like, like Oh, a Brandy oh. song you like. Wow. That bridge is killing me. I like a lot of Brandy songs. It's just like, oh, forget it. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I hate it here. <laughs> what, no, don't hate it here. Come back. Want to be down? <laughs> Want to be down versus don't take it personal. Want to be down? Want to be down? Because she played the remix. That wasn't fair neither. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she had a remix. <laughs> You think brand new, 20 years ago she was about to be doing the verses? Like, I don't want to do a remix. Sorry, MC Light. Why and, she played the regular version? Like, she, she, she played the regular version, then she slipped yeah. in. Yeah. That whole part yeah. where Queen Latifah killed it. Get out of here. Brandy really, <laughs> Brandy really did play like, it. Y'all are such Brandy fans. She really did. But you just voted for it. You just because that shit hot. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Like that that fucking shit was hot. Like, y'all gotta be real. That's not fair. Like, y'all we, we gonna be real. Play. She played a remix. Blame Monica. Right. Monica should have remixed her too. too. Yeah. yeah. Next. You could have remixed she it. A rapper up next. Next. I'd rather see So Gone go up against that. Like, are you kidding? But anyway, ba- next. Baby versus like this and like that. Baby. 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 Though I will say like this and like that is an underrated cut. Why underrated? 
Yeah. I'm like, it's a good. Whose like song is Baby? Brandy. Oh, Brandy is Brandy. Yeah. Gotcha. Brandy. All right. Okay. She's writing on Brandy's oh, up okay. three, two. Um, <laughs> Angel in Disguise versus Should've Known Better. Should've Known Better. I'm going Should've Known Better. Angel in Disguise. I love that song. I can't. I like Angel Angel in Why too. are you choosing Angel in Disguise, Charis? Why are you? Yes. Okay. I like Angel in Disguise like, are you kidding? Like, and then I find out there's a Joseph on it. Here's, 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 here's the funny that. part. Here's the funny part. Sharice low key got Brandy winning this, but <laughs> hey, Keith, Keith, what did I say? Remember that review I told you about? Keith, remember that review I told you about? What? Remember when I was telling you about that? Yes, review? yes, yes. That's what's gonna happen. Right that's, now. What's ha- that's what's happening. Man, but I'm. Okay, never mind. I'll just stay out of that round. Really so, Brandy, won. When, when it no, was, no, um, we gave that to Should Have Known Better. We did? No, no only you two okay. said Should Have Known Better, and they said I don't like that Angel song. Disguise, that's, that's and the thing. I, like, I was going to say Should Have Known Better, but then it would be should've, a tie. I know it. I well, if know you say Should Have Known Better. It was just I like a whole bigger, it was like a whole bigger nation anthem. It was like, it was like, I'm a hold my man down, even though he shot my man. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hell no. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not here. Oh, that. like that's, when I, that's when I was like, oh, she went like too far with that, with that image. I was like, she went too far. Oh, like like, I mean, are we okay. not holding nine? It's right now. Down. Down. Are not we not talking? talking? We are talking. <laughs> missing, missing you versus for you, so I will. won that one. Wait, what round sense. was that? That was round Monica six. Monica won. Should have known better. I vote Angel in Disguise. I mean, yeah. like hits though. I We're talking hits. I just, yeah, we talking hits. Should have known better. Bigger hits. Should have known. It is. I will say. Angel in Disguise was, was not a, a single. It, it was a B side. So that's why. So that's why I said should have known better. Because right. should have known better. Charted. Right. Ooh, yeah. that's a fire. We song. going now. Oh, so man. okay. I'm missing going back to Monica, missing you, <laughs> missing you by <laughs> missing you, featuring everyone in a mama um, versus for you I will. Come on, mm-hmm. come on now, missing you for you I will for you I will for you I will for you I will. That's for Monica. You, I will is Monica. That's Monica. It is. Yeah. yeah. Look, y'all, I'm on something. I'm keeping I, it up a little bit. I appreciate you. I I'm see. Proud of you. But um, but uh, everybody know knows right? almost doesn't right. count. Almost doesn't count versus why I love you so much. Almost doesn't count. Almost doesn't count versus why I love you so much. Almost, almost doesn't, doesn't count. count. Almost doesn't count. <laughs> almost doesn't count. It's Brandy. Yeah. Oh my goodness! This is a tie game again. No, I'm not being smart. I'm literally asking questions. Oh no! Oh, we we know. Ooh, ooh, yeah, because she's not fully aware of their catalogs. Right, but I'm very upset because that's like I'm just. It's a sequence in battle at the end of the day. Broken hearted versus love all over me. Broken love all over me. Mm-hmm. Yep, love all over me. Love all over Kanye. Tobias. Love all over me. Tobias, you said what? I said love all over me. Yep. She Exchange. should put that against a different okay. song. Broken hearted. Shane said broken hearted. Okay. What's, what's, what is everyone saying? Sharice, you said love all over me. Love all over me. Alana, you said broken hearted. Hmm. I'm going broken hearted because I had one game. 
Brokenhearted is brand Throw yeah. your friend away. Mm. It's one, yeah. It is five, yeah, four, friend. Oh, hash shaking, chunky neck, good. Like, oh my god. Next, we, wow. We don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have time. Anything, <laughs> any, anything to find you versus top of the world. Top of the world. Top of the world. Okay. We all it's it's unanimous. Um, that's Monica. That's no, 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 no. Oh, that's yeah. Brandy. That's Brandy. Yes. Yes. Sorry, Brandy. No disrespect. Um, still standing versus borderline. Still standing. Borderline. Still standing. I'm going still standing. Borderline is way too new. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I love borderline, but yeah, it's I, still. Way too I love borderline too, but yeah, it is like. It's Can you just it's drop me one person's name? Monica. Still standing. Still standing is Monica. I'm um, still standing is Monica. Mm-hmm. Still standing yeah. is the one that won. Yes. Okay. Commitment. Thank you. By Monica versus Love Again by Brandy and Daniel Caesar. Love again. Commitment. Commitment. I don't know commitment. Love again. And that commitment. song did well. Yeah. And that commitment shit charted. Real good though. Love yeah. again. Love again. Yeah, she got well, on adult something, she got a number one. Adult airplay. Yeah. No. Yeah. So Love Again by Brandy. Yes. Yes. Um Slow Jam by Usher jam. Fe- featuring Monica. You don't really I matter. know that one. Don't yeah. really matter. Um, Slow Jam versus Put It Down featuring Chris Brown by Brandy. Slow, Slow, Slow Jam. Slow Jam. If you if you Slow say jam. anything other than Slow Jam. Put it no, down man. is almost as bad as uh, when the beat dropped. Yeah. I like I'm that like, song. I like they should, that song. They should have. They I should've. like that song too, but don't put it up against that. Yeah, that should have been the battle, good, of, the, battle of the terrible songs. Battle of we trying to, battle of we trying to catch ones. Those we trying to catch one song. No, the battle of, oh, what they doing now? All right, that's mm-hmm. what the song is. How you do, Yus? What the kid? Yeah. <laughs> hello, fellow. Hello, fellow kids. Um. First night by Monica versus Who Is She to You by Brandy. Uh, first night. I'm going first night. First night. Yeah, first night. See, see, Sean. And that, and that, and that's a, oh, that's a, that's a mean song. Who is she to you? Yeah, is she went cra- on. Who is she, she to she you is crazy. But it wasn't that, a single. That good, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It was a single. Was they it? Had a, but no, they had a video and everything first for it. Night. it first night. Wasn't that 106 in part? And then for yeah, both of them have videos. First night and who is she to you? Well, we're talking about an era where cats used to make videos because they personally like the song. But <laughs> but if you but if you put out a video, <laughs> you put out a video, it's a single. Knock That's knock. True. Knock knock. So was Beyonce told that one nope. album was that nope. whole album? Don't have, don't have time for don't have time for Beyonce. That's a whole different conversation. Knock knock. Uh, by Monica versus Best Friend by uh, Brandy. I like Knock Knock, but Best Friend. I'm going Knock Knock. I feel like Knock Knock I feel like Not Not was a flex. Like me and Missy make great songs. We're about yeah, to like take a song that sounds similar to what we've done already, and right. y'all still gonna love it. Tobias, you said what? I said Not Not. Shane, you said Best Friend. You said Alana. Best friend. You said best friend. Okay, I'm going knock knock. Okay, so Brandy was it wins. Three it. knock knocks. 
Yes. Yeah. So no, that was it's three me, knock knocks. Me and Keith. It was two knock knocks and three best friends. Three yes. Best yeah. friends. Yes. So, before you walk out of my life, by Monica, versus sitting up in my room by Brandy. I can't stand them. I really can't. So that's obviously a Brandy one. By the way, you guys. Clearly it's Brandy. Like I'm like, it's Brandy and Babyface. Sha, what do you want? Sha, wait, but time out. This is so But this is so funny, though. I love that soundtrack. Time out. Time out. is mad because she's picking brand. I told you. <laughs> that's I why she's mad. I wouldn't pick these songs over other songs. Like mm-hmm. it's everywhere. all about sequencing. Yeah. It is. I told you. I told you. Well, I've been saying that since the first bad letter. Killed Monica. Mm-hmm. Sequen- yeah. Um. Every time the beat drops. Verse. I think it's every time the beat drops. I don't care. What <laughs> versus. Goes up against this. I'm versus. Brandy. Versus. Talk Brandy about our love. Yeah. yeah. Talk about our love. Yeah, Brandy. Brandy got this one. Um, Sideline Ho. Sideline Ho. <laughs> by, by Monica. Got like these hoes in Versus Put That on Everything by Brandy. Put that Sideline on ho. everything. I'm going with Put That on Everything. I was like, I didn't. Are you pointing at me? Yes. Uh, Sideline Ho. That was my first time ever hearing Sideline Ho. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first time hearing Sideline Ho too. That wasn't my first time, but I put that on everything is one of the Brandy staples that I play when I'm trying to tell people that she's best. Yeah, put okay. that on everything. So. Who is the ho in Sideline Ho? All these girls out here <laughs> that think it's okay <laughs> to mess with your man. When you not around. That's who that's for. Okay. <laughs> no, but Nasia looked down and looked up like she was about to write that down. She did, like she said, like she's taking notes. And who is the whole inside line hole? It was Brenda, Leticia, Linda, Alicia, Dawn, the shark, and Alicia. Alicia Kims. Y'all funny. Um, Trust by Keisha Cole featuring Monica versus when you touch me by Brandy. Trust. When you trust me. Yeah, I trust. love trust. When you touch me is another staple though. And you better not say it was for hood boogers. Hood boogers? She said that about uh <laughs> should have known better. Oh she said the she said, said hood boogers. Oh. Yeah, she but it is a Keisha Cole song. Trust. I love Keisha Cole. Keisha you Cole sh- is the president for the yeah. head <laughs> <laughs> I am not just a member, but I'm the pre- I'm not a president. I'm a member. <laughs> well, so that is the someone I would like to see her do it versus as well. You would like to see she should have did it against with? Monica. Um, what what, what, no, no. You said yeah, no. Keisha Cole? Unfortunately, Does Keisha Cole have 20? Caliber. Keisha don't Keisha have Cole. 20, but Monica, nah. Monica don't have 20. True, but she just didn't play the ones that she should have played. Anyway, next. No, what did we say? Did we say? Did we? Tobias, did you say trust or um, when you touch me? You touch me. 
I said Pause. trust. And don't don't say it that soft. <laughs> Look how he said don't, it. Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're I am sleeping. You know, I've been up since five in the morning. You know, I'm screenshotting this and I'm posting this on my story, right? Oh I've been up since God. five in the morning. No nonsense. No. I didn't know what to do. Like, I've been up since my, five in the morning. The boss came with that quiet I was answering voice. the question. Yeah, you, you said, and I was just you, like, you said it, I was, you I, in my mind, I rug it off. I was like, uh, when you touch me, so Tobias, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. we gotta move on. Tobias said, "When you try to touch me, um, Shane, you're going with what? Trust. I'm going with trust. Um, you're going with when you touch me, Alana. I know it. Yes. And Sharice, trust. Sharice, no, are you? You're the tiebreaker. Are you trust? Uh, trust. All right. Yes, so you. Monica, trust is Monica. Thank okay. God. Yeah. What's the score? So if, if Monica too close, I can start giving everything to Brandy. What's the score? <laughs> no, no, no. Hate it here. Hate I'll it let y'all know when it's over. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, Just Right For Me by Monica versus Have You Ever by Brandy. Have you ever. Have you ever. That's too easy. It don't matter. You, it it's doesn't matter. Ever. Brandy won. It, yeah, okay, have Brandy won. Oh, Brandy. Angel of Mine by Monica. This is kind of hard. Angel of Mine by, by Monica versus The Boy Is Mine by Brandy featuring Mine. <laughs> 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 the Boy Is Mine? I didn't know that you could pick one song that you did with both of y'all. Yeah, I think Brandy was trying to be nice to say like, yeah. "Look, like this is not we we celebrating, we not battling." Yeah, I don't think they should have counted it. Why did she all. put it? She put it against. No, that's not even how. I meant. But she put it against one of Monica's yeah, better. Like, anyway, I'm going with Monica Angel <laughs> of Mine. How you with Angel of Mine? Boy, is that mine. song means so much to me. Are you kidding? Tyrese was in that video like she should have put it against one of Monica's bad songs and then that's like you know it's just for fun she put it against one of her best songs that's childish it is childish <laughs> like here's your song that you on about to kill the other song that you're known for that's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so childish that's so childish. I think that's hilarious. I bet Monica went against the grain on that. I thought you were going to play the song that we made together. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias, what are you picking? Oh, uh, what was it again? The boy is mine, and what else? Angel of mine. Angel of mine. I, I don't. I that was hard for me. Actually. If we're talking about what song was bigger, the boy. Is mine. Yeah, boys, but it's that's even bigger, wasn't it? Yeah, that song was massive. Yeah, yeah, like that's even weird. One for like four weeks, I think. Yeah, it's even weird to give that point to Brandy because Monica was on that song. I think we got to give a point to Brandy and Monica, but hey, who am I? I think it's weird. All right, let's, I ain't mad at it. 
We can do a so tie. So we're giving two points? I'm not giving it a tie. It's Brandy featuring Monica. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Hey. <laughs> but okay. even your own sis said that she had to get her on it. It wouldn't have been it, right. We thank her. And that's when that's when we were saying that she was lying and capping. And Are we giving Keisha Cole a point? For who, else, who else could have did that song and it would have been like the same impact at that time? Mm. Um, Don't worry, I'll wait. Who, who else could have did it? Yeah, um, I'll wait. Te- Tevin Campbell. Anybody from SW. So you said Tevin Campbell. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> okay, Shut never up. mind. Denise. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Tevin Campbell could have been right on there with Brandy. Getting that song on. <laughs> oh no. Not yours, but mine. Uh, <laughs> <Devin Campbell. laughs> that's childish. and hilarious. Anyone else the tally? Around the time too. Yeah, what's the tally? What's the score? Who won? Is there? Is that that was it? That was the Just, last yep, one. That was the last one. It is Monica with nine mm. to Brandy's thirteen. That's super. <laughs> <laughs> You participated in giving Randy 13. <laughs> she she gave for these points. For those of us, I mean, for those of you really listening, 13 8. For those, for those of you listening, um, Sharice got up and walked. Sharice has left the building. <laughs> I, I really can't. I can't. It's hard, y'all. It's hard. It's Charisse, hard. That's all I got to say. Sharice is on record giving points to Brandy. Yeah, yes, sometimes you have to be real. You have to be real. You can't. My sister. Oh, yeah, I'm giving that to Monica because I like Monica. Like, come on now. You do got to be real. Yeah. You have to be real. I wish, I wish. No, y'all was definitely real. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. But I'm, what I'm saying is, is I just wish Monica would have did <laughs> things a little Major. different. <laughs> like, let's take out every, um, every time the beat As drop. Let's not use that. That was mm. a waste of time. We didn't really like that. We didn't like your fans, Monica. We wasn't really feeling it. We just, no. you know, went along with it. Right. You Mon- know. Monica was <laughs> like, Monica was like, who produced that Nelly song? Smile for my daddy. What you looking at? She's like, yeah, I want that same song. Exactly. <laughs> and I better get it. Somebody didn't like every time the beat dropped. They said, what? I love that song. And then you unfriended them? No, I don't think you unfriend people over that song. You would. I don't know. I feel like I question you as a fan of Monica. She loved everything. I'm like, you are a super, you are some blind loyalist if you're clear. Yeah. Every time the beat dropped, Monica don't even like that song. She didn't even dance that hard with it. Right. That's why I understand why she played it. Like, speaking of super anything. Um, run out of gas. I was at uh, I don't run out of gas anymore, Shane. No, I'm talking about like, um, Shane told me. Shane <laughs> told me back. Shane told me about five years ago. He said, "Keith, you better stop running out of gas. You a grown man." <laughs> right. There was, a, there was a period in time when you were just consistently <laughs> running out of gas. That was. I'll, I'll be the one gas. Um, <laughs> driving on faith, bro. But yeah. speaking, of, definitely. <laughs> driving or by faith, not by Are you sight. driving on I know my car? <laughs> that was it. I've driven, that. I've driven on Mainly I know that. my car. I've driven my on my car. I, I know my car once, never again, because I didn't know my car. <laughs> my car was like my car was like, well, if you know me, then you know I'm about to run out again. So I'm about to pull over here on 85. And you just start start 
my you know, God. Start shifting over into the shoulder. Um, <laughs> no, I actually took my car to a, a drive-in theater for the first time on uh, Friday, I think it was, um, this past weekend. Um, it's the first and only Black-owned um, cinema or drive-in theater in the state of New Jersey. It might be hey. America. Don't quote me. Um but I learned there while watching uh, Why Did I Get Married that um, the great, 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 great Chadwick Boseman trans, uh, trans, what's the word? I don't want to Inspired. Transcended. Transitioned. Transitioned and transcended um, into the afterlife. Um, Asia. Big, big Marvel fan. Watch many a movie with you in one sitting. Please talk to us. Yeah, so this past Friday, uh, Chadwick passed away. Um, I've. It feels like one of those uh, monumentous occasions where you just will remember where you were. Um, you know, we all have those moments. 9-11 was my first one. Kobe passing was my second, and unfortunately, the same year Chadwick passing is my third. Um, but I think what was remarkable about Chadwick's passing is, in especially with a lot of Black celebrities, um, people try to find the the bad in them, and absolutely no one can say anything negative about this man. Um, from the heartwarming posts you see from his fellow castmates from the studios he's worked with, from fans. It's just been so encouraging and challenging for me um, to really want to give it my all and live my best life um, because that's what he did. I think there have been a lot of things that we could take from Chadwick's life as a real superhero. And I'm sure everyone has something to mention, so I don't want to take them all. Um, but I just want to continue with that energy that has been all over the internet uh, the past few days with praising this man for the life that he lived and the struggles that he fought in secrecy. Um, and I think that there's a lot of lessons that we can learn, especially uh, being a generation that puts a lot of our personal information online um, and shares a lot of our personal information with the masses um, with how to do that respectfully, eloquently, and also always remembering the responsibility that we have um, as influencers in whatever capacity we are in. So, I mean, I guess I'll just start with sharing one thing that I, I really enjoyed about Chadwick is that he shows me that we can never let our circumstances prevent us from um, pursuing things and not even just pursuing things. I think it's pretty remarkable that um, he was going through cancer, he, like cancer treatment um, in this awful diagnosis. It's something that people usually like, you know, lose hope and get depressed. And he just went harder after his dreams. Um, he went harder after uh, like, uh, like mentoring and engaging with kids and speaking out positive, uh, positivity. Um, but even more so, I feel like a lot of people would have used the opportunity to either like receive pity or attention 
or get opportunities, um, just milk it in any way that they could. And, and rightfully so for some people, you know, but he chose to keep it to himself because he knew that the impact that he had on the community. Um, and that was more important to him than, than what he was dealing with. And I, I definitely see that as a challenge, especially like I feel like when we're going through stuff emotionally, we like to share on the Internet. Um, and he refrained from that in, in every opportunity, even when paparazzi's taking pictures of him saying, oh, he looks sick. He looks thin. He like what's going on. He had like legitimate excuse. And he never used that, like even to defend himself, because I don't know, he just represented a man of honor. And before I keep rambling on about Chadwick, because he was legit one of my top three favorite uh, entertainers. I, I don't want to steal stuff from everybody else. <clears throat> I, I'll say that adding on to the part about him being a man of honor, I think that what I loved about him is that it seemed that he always picked roles that had integrity. Um it seemed as though he didn't ever take what roles he chose lightly. And I've heard him speak about that a few times, but for him to play such iconic and really important roles means a lot to me. Cause I love movies um, and like specifically movies about people's lives, just they, they stand out to me the most. And I think that uh, it was when I watched his performance of James Brown that I realized like he is like scarily talented, <laughs> like, I, re I still remember in being in the theater by myself because I went to see it by myself and him walking down that hallway when he had, it was like the end of the movie. And you couldn't have told me that that wasn't actually James Brown. Like it was like, it was crazy. And I think that that was the moment that I really appreciated him, learned to appreciate him the most as an actor, but he was always really graceful as a person in every interview and any, and any time that he would like do visits with children and things like that. And for him to be fighting the exact thing that he was visiting children um, for is just, it, it's, it's encouraging, it's enlightening, but then it's also like really disheartening because it had to be a lot for him to keep that in mm -hmm. and then still have a smile on his face to encourage these children who are going through the same mm -hmm. thing. So I think he was just a man of integrity, both in life and in his work. Mm. Yeah. I, def I definitely want to pick back off that and just like the respectability he had when it came to just the people that he interacted with and especially just, you know, being an actor, having such clout and even when they were doing Black Panther, just being willing to be there when they were doing the casting calls for, yeah. you know. You know, and, you know, engaging with some of with the people that would become the come in part of those roles, how he wrestled with Duke Winston, like actually engaged and, you know, Duke accidentally broke his bracelet, but it, it didn't even matter to Chad and just like just being able to engage with people on such a personal level, even with such a being so prominent in Hollywood as where he was. And so that is one of the things that just sticks out. And so it's also just really speaks to the reason why, you know, there is a regard for this man that he, he genuinely cared about people and that truly when you were around him, it's like, you, you know, his presence was able to, you know, really, you know, feel different. It didn't feel like someone who wanted to, you know, waver it over someone's head but really use it for you know a 
greater good. And I think that definitely with the roles he's chosen and just the way that he has carried and just even just the things he's communicated in the speeches that he's given at Howard and all the things that he would was saying to the class. And it just shows a man who really, really cared about people and really wanted to invest in others and just give of himself. Agree with all of that. Um, I also, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, you can go ahead. I just wanted to say a thing that stuck out to me um, when I looked up a lot of stuff about Chadwick was he always spoke on purpose. And so um, that continuously popped up. Uh, I'm not even going to lie. Um, I got a little emotional when I found out because uh, I'm really big on movies. Like I'm big on like, like, arts and stuff like that so i'm not just like i know we always talk about me being into like hip-hop and stuff but um i'm big into all kinds of music and i've I've even written like a screenplay and so watching chatwick actually like that that's inspired me into continuously do stuff like that and i i noticed like i like the only movie i haven't seen was the the last one the five bloods Mm-hmm. And I, I just can't bring, I, for, for whatever reason, normally when he comes out with a movie, I'm on it. And in that last one, for some reason, um, to be honest, I had kind of seen the post about him possibly being sick and not to delve, not to delve too deep into anything, but a part of me, um, I guess I kind of felt like I knew. And so, and so I, I, um, I didn't watch the movie. Like I, kept, I felt like I kept putting it off for some reason, and that I was like, "That's not like me." Like I'm first to listen to an album, first to watch a movie, and I just kept putting it off. And um, yeah, it's it's sad because I it's a, like you watch the interviews, and a part of you kind of feel like you knew the guy, and he seemed like a genuinely good person. Um, I admired that he used his craft for good. Uh, he used his craft to inspire. He used um. And he continuously spoke about God openly. Um, and he, the thing, like I said, purpose. And it, it makes you, we all have one. And we all should be walking in it. And also, you never know what someone's going through. It's, you know, I'm quick to say a joke. But at the same time, you never know, like, what somebody's, like, what somebody's keeping in. Because, you know. Yeah, but. That's all I have to say about that. I can't hear you, Keith. We got about 30 seconds left. Shaw, you got anything you want to say real quick? Um, I just wanted to say that he was Jackie Robinson, <clears throat> James Brown, Black Panther. I like <sighs> It, it it just hurts. It, it, and so he's like a, he's a symbol in the sense that we literally can be, we, we as an African-Americans, we literally can be anything we want to be. And I think um, he just really, he was that, he was just that light seeing that. And we just always have to just keep in mind that you really have to be careful of, 
how you treat people and um, how you go about talking to them and approaching them because you just never know uh, what they're going through and how they're handling that. Um, it. It's tough for me to talk about Chadwick, though, to be honest. Okay, um, so I just wanted to share one more thing from somebody that knew Chadwick personally. Um, and Keith, I know you have already seen this, but it's uh, from Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason you have not seen the Black Panther series, I'll just give you a very, very short synopsis. Um, it's about a young king, a young prince, um, from a fictional country in Africa. They are a superior country. They have technology that no one else on the planet has had access to. Um, and they've been living um, pretty much hidden from the rest of the world to pretty much protect their resources. Um, this king, so the prince's father had a brother um, and the brother was living in the United States, um, pretty much just like being a, a, a spy in the area to check on what we were doing in America. And he fell in love with an American and had a baby. Um, The king killed his brother um, and his son, the the son of the father who died, uh, grew up with this hatred for his home country that he never has been to. Eventually um, the king dies, the prince becomes king and he is the Black Panther. The Black Panther is responsible for protecting the country um, from danger, essentially, and, and he has ridiculous amount of power. So the Black Panther has become this icon for um, Black Americans and probably just people of color around the world. Um, he's our first superhero that we really have come to, to love. And Killmonger, who is his cousin, this young black kid who watched his father get murdered by his uncle. Um, they become like enemies and uh, Killmonger comes to uh, try to fight for the right to be the Black Panther and to have the throne in Wakanda, this fictional land. Um, and he defeats his cousin. He defeats his cousin, the current Black Panther, whose name is T'Challa. And he says, is this your king? Um, And it it was such a powerful moment of the movie. And it's pretty much like, this is the person that you have in charge. This is the person that you respected. And I defeated him with ease because, you know, I should be the rightful ruler because, you know, uh, Black Panther was more about peace than war. And his intention was not to ever kill his cousin. So it was just in a different mindset than Killmonger was. Um, But the actors that played uh, Black Panther and Killmonger are Chadwick Boseman who played Black Panther or T'Challa and Michael B. Jordan made a very beautiful post to honor Chadwick on Instagram but I really just want to read the last sentence which was just a phenomenal way to honor him and it was is this your king? Yes, he is. Rest in power, brother. And I just want to echo those sentiments. He is our king. Yeah. Rest in power. We love you, Chadwick. Thank you for everything that you've done. Yeah. <sighs> um, 
when we looked at the post that he posted a couple of months ago when he looked very ill, I wrote it off and I said, come on guys, he's, he's working on, he's working on something. Cause he's, you, he's an actor for real. He's a thespian. Yep. Like, I'm like, he's not sick, but you know, for a, a guy like me who thinks about death constantly, <laughs> yep. like if you in my life, I've, I've thought about your death a million times. And how I would deal with it, which is why, like, you know, it's a coping mechanism. It's a it's a defense mechanism to, mm-hmm. like, you know, so when it occurs, like the, you know, it's not through, it's not like a brunt trauma type of thing. Like, I'm not hit with it. It's like, well, yeah, you know, I've been expecting people to die. Right. You know? um, Absolutely. So with that, you know, it's it's hard juxtaposing it with this whole thing of like sometimes God will like get like put people in my head to pray for, you mm-hmm. know, like you'll pray for this person. And like, before I know it, like they're gone, you know what I mean? Or, you know, like they passed away or whatever it is or something happened to them. Um, watching a movie, I was like, man, what if he, like, this is going to be really hard to watch mm. when he passes, like when he's super old. Right, right. <laughs> That's what, you know, and I always try to like end it like that. But they're going to, it's it's going to be super long from now. Like I did the same thing with Kobe. Like, man, this is going to yep. be really hard to think about. Like when Kobe finally passes, like when he's like in his 80s or something like that. Yeah. Um. So, you know, so, I, you know, like everyone else, I brushed it off. People made jokes about it, which is to be expected. But I'm also the type of person that says, yo, you got to cherish people, man. Absolutely. Because I think about all those things, because those things, you know, come to my mind, I think you have to cherish people. And watching him and get up was the first time that I was introduced to him. Or maybe 42. No, get up was the first time I was introduced to him. I said, oh, snap, this guy can act for real. (laughs) And then, you know, you saw him in 42. I haven't seen Marshall yet, but you saw how purposeful he was in whatever it was that he was doing. And like, like Tobias, that's what I got from him and his life was purpose. You know, you can hear more from me on, on that topic um, from last episode, but I just want to say rest in paradise, uh, Chadwick Boseman um, from the things that he said, Absolutely. You can kind of surmise that he knew the Lord in, in many ways. And so I'm hopeful for that and I'm thankful for that. Praise um, God. I'm glad that he married his his longtime girlfriend. Um, she's so pretty. And I was thinking like super pretty. I was, I was like, you gotta marry this woman. Like, longtime girlfriend, marry this woman. He he married her. Um and uh yeah. Chadwick Bozeman forever. You know, Chadwick forever. So I, I just want to say thank you to Nasia and to Tobias and Shane and Sharice and Alana. We had a full house today. Thank you for everyone being here. Grateful, grateful, grateful. Um, thank you for everyone listening to this podcast. The sky is the limit. 
from here. Like I'm so serious. It's it's put me in a different space. Like, you know, talking to Lon and talking to um Victoria and, you know, just, you know, Jared is my brother, Lon is my brother, well documented in that. Love Victoria to death. Um, but going forward, it's a new look, but we we moving forward in in purpose, man. And so uh hope that y'all are here for the ride. We love y'all. Thank y'all again. Um, Bailey, daddy loves you. Peace. I also think of two questions that we all have received during the course of multiple publicity runs. And one is, did we know that this movie was going to receive this kind of response? Meaning, was it going to make billions of dollars? Was it going to make a billion dollars? Was it um, going to still be around during this award season? And the second question is, has it changed the industry? Has it actually changed the way this industry works, um, how it sees us? And, and my answer to that is to be young, gifted, and black. Um, because to be young, gifted, and black, we all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured, yet you are young, gifted, and black. We know what it's like to be told to say there's not a, a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. We know what it's like to be the tail and not the head. We know what it's like to be beneath and not above. And that is what we went to work with every day because we knew not that we would be around during award season or that it would make a billion dollars, but we knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world, that we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing, that we, cre we could create a world that exemplified a world that we wanted to see. We knew that we had something that we wanted to give and to come to work with every day and to solve problems with this group of people every day with this director, that is something that I wish all actors would get the opportunity to experience. If you get to experience that, you will be a fulfilled artist. Now, the question of... What's that second question? <laughs> the question of, you know, will we be around don't give me the music. The question of will be around during award season, I just have to say, you know, it's a pleasure to be celebrated by you, to be loved by you. And one thing I do know, what did it change the industry? I know that you can't have a Black Panther now without a two on it. So we love you and we celebrate it. <laughs>